doing okay, yeah, jazz. jazz. At least you're cooperating. Yesterday, Reed was too cool to do jazz hands. We're, we're live. <laughs> we're live from the Big Daddy Gun Studios. I'm Hank Strange. This is the Who Move My Freedom podcast. I believe this is episode 84, man. Remember 84. the 80s? 84. 1984. 1984. That's when I started high school in 1984. 1984. I was living with some roommates. That was supposed to be a big year. 1984. Yeah. Big Brother. All that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The book. I read it. Watched uh, the. There was a movie. Uh, you know all that stuff. So it's me and Walter. That's who I'm talking to there. This guy with the, you know, unusually massive cranium. That would be Walter. <laughs> okay, and forearms. That would be Walter Keller. So we're here. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. Our Thank guest, you. he's not here yet, but he's coming on a little bit later. He is Diablo from Stop Moms Demand Action. So Moms Demand Action obviously is a is an anti-gun organization that is funded by Every Town, Bloomberg, Soros, whoever, wherever they can get money from, they're funded by those guys. And Stop Moms Demand Action is obviously out there trying to stop them. And we've had him on before. He'll be back with us soon talking about stuff. Meanwhile, it's just me and you, Walter. Yay! What's up, dude? What's up? I know. See, I got my I got my SHF. Yeah, so do I. The new version. Yeah, you got yep. the you have the uh, FDE. I've got the OD Green. Yep, yep. The latest. Very, Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> so, um, you know what? I might give away some of those during this podcast. So we there could. you go. Yeah. Absolutely. And I want to encourage everyone to click the thumbs up button. Give us yeah. that thumbs up. All, okay. Listen, if you hate us, go ahead, do the thumbs down. I don't care. But, you know, right. thumbs ups are, are, are uh, accepted. And also share this video with your family and friends. Let other folks out there know that we're on. We're doing it. We're bringing the noise. Okay, I see Diablo's coming in. Um, so he's getting set up. And while he's getting set up and everything, we'll be here talking. Talking out talk. So like I said, guys, don't forget to uh, make sure you're subscribed. Share this video with your family and friends. Click the thumbs up button. That's what we need you to do. Really quick, Walter, I'm going to go through and like uh, give a shout out to everyone. It looks like Josh Costner was the first one here in the chat. And then uh, Pete, Peter Hinkle. He was next in line. What's up, Peter? Chris B also in the house. What's up, Chris B? Sergeant Hulk as Big Toe. Also in here, um, let me see who else is in. The Tyvin Show. Tyvin Show is around. What's yeah. up, Tyvin Show? Imposter. Also in the building, Rock Humper. Humper. What's up, Rock Humper? Welcome back to the show. Um, let's see who else. Tango Hunter is in here. Razor JB. Greg 98K. Joe Carpenter. The Archangel is in the house. What's up, Archangel? Mark Wagner. What's going on, Mark? Uh, Weston Probst is also in the building. Uh, Ashrin McBee. What's up, Ashrin? What's going on? Uh, Chris Bullis, Screaming Skull Saloon, DC2 Mega Boost. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you recognize these names, right? So Josh Lee. No, I've never seen him before, no. No. <laughs> yes, you have. Stop it. What's up, Josh Lee? <laughs> uh, Brian Quick is also in here. Uh, Mindless Focus, Scott Kimball. The Juice. Chin Rot Chin. Yeah. Yeah, The Juice. What was that, Chin Not Chin? Chin Rot Chin. Okay, yeah. He's been here before. Gorillas and Guns. 
David Baldner, Highway Run 77, Dallas Purcell, KG Hall, Old Doc Sims, Rick Resler, Mark Duvant. This dude, there's just, you know, yeah, there's there's a lot of cool names in there, a lot of badass names in there too. So shout out to you guys. Um, you know, like I said, we've got we've got patches. patches. So you know, um, I don't know if anyone wants a patch. Let the begging begin. I'm not oh. doing it yet. Lola's not oh, here. Oh, I okay, can't do okay. it if Lola's not here because I can't give everyone a patch. No. So let's give it some time. And when Lola's here, plus that's a little incentive to stay with us and watch and share and all that. We'll give some away. But, I'll, you know, I'll be giving these away throughout the days, the coming days. Oh, you know what and happened today? This, we got two different colors. So You know what happened today? What? What's up? What happened? Yeah, my, fa- my first Patreon person. Oh, cool. Who was that? Yeah, I'll have to look. I don't remember right off the top of my head. Sorry. Uh, but, I was going to say, was it me? No, it wasn't you. Oh, oh, okay. Nope, nope. I need a dollar. To, I need to get, oh, a dollar bill. Nice. That's nice. I need to get yeah, my act it's together. All, it's all good, man. I picked a penny up today. I'm good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, it all adds up, my friend. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. You know, what's that song that Regis, uh, I know Regis stole it from someone else, but Pennies from Heaven. Pennies from Heaven. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Pennies from Heaven. So, um, I don't know, Diablo, are you set up back there? I believe so. Can you hear me? Yeah, yep. we can hear you. Awesome. I can actually even see you this time. As oh, cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're a little early, but that's good. Not a bad thing. Nope. Yeah, no, I actually got kind of a cold, so I'm going to apologize ahead of time in case I cough in your freaking uh, video. Oh, but, uh, oh that's cool. Yeah, I'm going to turn your volume up a little bit. I know you don't have, like, headsets or anything, right? No, I don't. Okay. All right. I'll just turn that up a little bit. So how's things going in your world, man? Uh, well, other than a cold, I'm good. Yeah. Okay, cool. So let me just introduce you to everyone. This is Diablo and you're like the uh, admin for the Facebook page, Stop Moms Demand Action, right? That's correct. Okay. Very cool. Um, I know you can't do a lower third. I don't know if you're doing this on your, um, probably do, My yeah, you're doing this on my phone, right? Yeah. Okay, so just in case you guys want to know, um, I encourage you guys to go and um, like like the page Stop Moms Demand Action. There is a link in the description for that. So you guys can go in there and like the page. Actually, let me see. I'm going to go in here. I'm going to share that into the chat window. So I'll do that right now. I just, I just followed it. You just called? To say you love you love me. <laughs> someone's giving someone someone threw up Joe Carpenter threw up the devil, the uh, devil horns in the uh, in the chat for El Diablo. Yeah, we appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, I put that in the. If I've got a moment, I wouldn't mind throwing a few shout outs myself. Absolutely, go ahead, man. Go Do it. it. Um, I'm just basically going to mention a couple uh, groups that have been really kind to me. One top of my list would be Hank Strange. He's freaking awesome. Um, another one would be Fire Mountain Outdoors. Um, they've actually been really receptive, and we converse all the time. Um, another one, and I've heard people say he's arrogant, and I really have no clue what they're talking about, would be Larry Vickers uh, from Vickers Tactical. Um, these are all great guys, and uh, I'll even throw it out there uh, because of some of the discussion topics we're talking about today, but... Uh, Iraq veteran uh, eight 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 eight. I've spoken with them in the past as well, and I've had nothing but good things to say about them. So we'll we'll get more into that a little bit later. 
I'm assuming you heard all that. Uh, yes, I did. I did. Eric. I did. And if I you did. can just give us a little bit more volume because you're coming in a little low. I want to make sure everyone's able to hear you. I know you've got a little bit of a cold. Yeah, I do. There you go. Okay, that's better. That's better. Okay, good. Okay, so shout out to all those guys. Good guys. Um, Eric does support a lot of people out there from IV8888. He does that. You know, he's yeah. a good guy. Larry Vickers. Um, that, have I ever met Larry Vickers? No, I don't think so. But I am a fan of Larry Vickers. You know, <clears throat> I like his videos. <laughs> uh, he's always been, you know, he's not one of those people in my experience who's felt like he was too big to talk to someone like myself. Right. Um, Anytime I've ever had anything, uh, he's always been receptive to uh, hear me out on something, uh, share his opinion, that sort of thing. He's just a very humble sort of guy. He's a fellow veteran, and you know, I I don't know what people are talking about when they say they think he's a uh, full of himself person. No. Okay, and also lift book the Fire Mountain Outdoors dudes. Those are good dudes, man. Love those guys. Yeah. Good guys. Oh, yeah, they are. You know, those are my buddies. Yeah, absolutely. Now that Hank Strange guy. I don't know. I'm like, He's a jag I, off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> He's a freaking jag off. <laughs> yeah, that guy you got to look out for. So <laughs> these, these are people, in my opinion, that I'm going to just highlight. And there's others, too. I don't want to take all day. There's quite a few. But, um, you know, these are the guys who have taken the time to make me feel like a part of a community. And, uh, you know, yourself included. And I appreciate the fact that you've ha you're having me on. Oh, thanks. You're very welcome, man. And, and thanks for taking the time to hang out with us. Uh, we enjoyed it the last time you were on. I think folks in enjoyed it as well. So, um, you know, several things we want to talk about here. I want to encourage everyone that's watching to click thumbs up and share the video. Come on, get, give us those thumbs up, dudes. Give it, love. give it to us. And if you hate us, go ahead and give us the thumbs down. That's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. That doesn't bother me. You know, um, <laughs> mindless focus says that Hank Strange guy is such a, a ass hat. I like that one actually. Yeah, Jago. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could have like the license plate ass hat because then I will park in all parking lots. Like, that's like old school. That's like I will old park in three Latin. spots, huh? That's like old school pig Latin. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? One of the things I wanted to talk about and is the title of the show. Um, is this uh, 18 billion, million, 18 billion dollars, you know, 18 billion dollar um, donation by anti-gun billionaire George Soros? Where does yeah. somebody get? I'm, I'm just curious, George Soros, how has he made his money? Um, I, I, I was here that he was yeah, wasn't he like uh, – was he, he got shipping? the Nazi gold or something? Because that story that he's a Nazi it's and all. It's possible. You want us to look up George Soros so we could tell people about George Soros and where all his money came from? I'm sure he's got even more billions in that. But a lot of those dudes that are about to kick the bucket, they're out there like making sure that even when they're gone – It's too bad he couldn't people. have a uh, accident. Um, yeah. I'm sure he's got armed guards watching him. So too. it says here he survived Nazi Germany – Nazi occupied no actually Nazi occupied Hungary. Yeah. So he was he's a Hungary. Uh okay, I don't know. I don't know about that. I mean and the story is he was SS. Yeah. You know? Oh. You have you have um proofs of that? Oh, I, that's why I was asking folks. You know, they yeah, might have I, some. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying he isn't, but you know. So it looks like he's just a big investor. West Weston Prost you know? Prost says he makes his money on currency trading. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big banker and all that kind of stuff. Wow. That's how he made his money. So, 
You know, uh, he's been married a bunch. Hey, I'm not knocking him for that. You know, whatever. So what I know is he's he's against us and he's against people who think like us, not not just specifically gun guys. But, you know, he's given up the 18 billions of dollars. So, you know, some of that money's coming in the gut at the gun community to shut us down. Um, Mm -hmm. What do you think about that, Diablo? Well, you know, the the interesting thing, and this is uh, my take on this, is, you know, you have so many people that think that money's going to fix this or fix that or or that they can control what people think. You know, um, we're we're fighting in a conflict right now that's proves you can't just get away an idea. You know, and the Second Amendment is an idea. It's a philosophy. It is something that throwing money at is not going to get rid of. No. Um, and regardless of what happens with policy, I mean, we're still here. Okay. Yeah, I think that's true. These guys can throw a lot of money at it. It's not necessarily going to do anything. Well, look at those elections they just had where they, the candidates were all backed up by the all the ones with money and the guys lost. Yeah. So. But, you yeah. know, I, I think I get where you guys are coming from, but you have to realize that the more money that people throw into something, the less true – what you're saying is right because money does do things. Oh, it does. I'm not saying it doesn't, but I, I guess what I'm getting at is this: um, the people whom that message resonates with are people who are not on our side anyway. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I mean, what it really does is it consolidates a, a lot of people uh, to vote in critical elections. So it, 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 it's advocacy if you will. The money in and of itself doesn't change anything except uh, their ability to reach those people in critical times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things here in Washington State with I-594 was the NRA did not put a lot of money into trying to fight. And it really ticked a lot of people who are pro-gun in Washington State off because it's like they just rolled over and let it happen and just basically threw us to the wolves. It's kind of what a lot of people feel like. Um, so yeah, there's something to be said for spending money on these kinds of things, but it's not really throwing the money at, it's not changing people's minds. All it's doing is it's rallying the troops in critical points and times. Yeah. I think in a lot of cases, uh, we're, we're all on both sides preaching to the choir. Um, I forgot who it is here. I'm trying to see imposter said, where are our billionaires? And I think that they're, you know, we there's two choirs, right? There's anti-gun and the pro-gun, and there's a bunch of people here and a bunch of people here. Probably a lot more folks in the anti-gun choir, I would say. But but you do have a, a big divide of people that are somewhere in the middle, right? And that's where I think all of this makes a difference. And well, um, go ahead. Yeah, you know, the the interesting thing is is when you look at the types of people who are pro-gun. We're not talking about billionaires here. Yeah. We're talking about your rural kind of people that, you know, this is their life. This is how they grew up. Uh, the, the billionaires, those are those are kinds of people who really have a disconnect with the common man in America. They really don't even relate to us in any sort of way. So for them, it's 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 something that they think they can just throw money at and change people's minds. And it's like, you might be able to pass this law or that law, but you're not really changing people's minds on this stuff. Yeah. What do you think about that, Walter? 
Oh, Walter's you're muted. Oh no, I got it back on. I didn't want. I was. I'm messing with an AK, so I don't want to. Yes, hear I noticed you're making a lot of noise. I I wish I had a button that I could press and reach through and like smack you in the back. I turned the mic off. <laughs> Eventually, go ahead. <laughs> um. Yeah, I have to agree a little bit. I mean, you can throw all the money at one at something, but you have to. You have to have. If you could buy, if you were buying votes with that money, it'd be different because you're not getting 18 billion votes. All you're getting is you're, all you're doing is financing the uh, TV people and the writers and the people that make money on advertising. <laughs> that's the way I feel about it. Um, that's like the political campaigns where they spend hundreds of millions of dollars. It's like the only people that benefit are the are the advertising, the TV companies and the and the guys that print the signs. Um, so, yeah. Um, you know, we'll see what happens, but I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. Um, it, I think, uh, yeah, it, I think it does make some kind of difference. I don't think it make. I don't think that it's totally um, negated. It hasn't think, so far. Well, I think ultimately when it comes down to uh, voting, the people who vote in the end are really passionate, right? A lot of people in America are just now voting on either side. You know, all it takes on, on voting day is it to be rainy and, and most of the Democrats don't get out in the rain because they're scared of it. Yeah, so, they're not I the mean, only ones. I mean, there's lots of Republicans who don't vote. There's lots of gun guys who don't vote for that matter. Well, there, there's a lot of brain dead people in general. Yeah. So somehow people have to get out the message. I think that's what Diablo is saying. And I think on our part, because we maybe we have more passion, maybe because we're the underdogs, you know, it's kind of like a David and Goliath thing. Maybe we rile people up and we get them out there. I think the people in our community that have the most money that, that can be used to help us. To be honest with you, it would be the manufacturers, right? And we're always having this debate of like, what are the manufacturers putting their money into? Are they putting their money into trying to like tell us what to say or to, to help sell their things? Or are they putting their money into supporting the Second Amendment? And then what's their motivations behind that? Because in some cases, obviously, they like when, um, they're, when people uh, have some level of fear over gun control because they think that makes folks go out there and buy things. I think that that's a bad strategy because what, when you have this market that goes up and down, up and down, up and down, eventually you break it, you know, and then you have no market at all. So right, right. I, I wish that those, the, the, in our, and then they're not billionaires really, but I wish on our side, the people that had the money really put more money into that and helped us get the message out there. What do you think about that? Well, you know, it's it's interesting because when I first contacted you last month about about um, setting up another video, I had a list of topics that I really wanted to touch on, and it really had to do with uh, relating to the general public, the gun community. Um, because again, when you talk about preaching to the choir, I'm not changing anybody's mind by by talking to people who already agree with me. Uh, what we're trying to do is grab those people on the fence. And I do think that the gun community has a problem reaching those people on the fence. Um, so there's there's certain ways that I go about trying to reach those people. Um, you know, uh, one of the big things, and it kind of relates to what I was getting at earlier uh, with this whole roundtable thing that I wanted to bring up. Um, uh, the first topic I said in my in my text to you was it's an all or nothing venture. Either you agree with me completely or you're one of them. You know, I, I think we need to stop making this an us versus them sort of thing. Um, I try to stray away from, you know, libs, conservatives, libtards, things like that. <laughs> uh, I try to stray away from that kind of talk. Not 
because I'm trying to coddle people, but because once you throw those things out there, they're not listening to you anymore. Um, I, I, I think y- y- if you're going to reach those people on the fence, um, you, you need to embrace a little bit of political correctness. I hate to say that, but it's true. You're just not going to reach them if you continually insult them. Uh, so we need to we need to try to use language that uh, resonates with someone. You know, talk the points. Don't try to be insulting. Don't try to call them. You know, don't don't make that divide from the start. Libs versus conservatives. You know, I use pro-gun and anti-gun language. Um, if I'm talking about somebody who's fighting against our rights, I say they're anti-gun. If somebody who supports our rights, I say pro-gun. To me, it's a constitutional thing. It's not a liberal versus conservative thing. This is this is the fabric of America. It's not a political pawn here on liberals or right and left. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you should be able to support it on either side. Right. What do you say to that, Walter? Yeah, I agree. It's, you know, sometimes you have to. You know, when I talk to friends, I have some friends that are that are not. I wouldn't say anti-gun, but they're not like like us crazies. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, <laughs> proudly, um, I'm proudly uh, gun crazy. So whatever. yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. proud gun nut. <laughs> so sometimes you gotta you gotta kind of approach them in a softer, gentler way. If I tell them they're a a, a left leaning nutsack right off the set, right off the back, they like agree coil. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah, because they they a lot of them are. I mean, uh, they're, they 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 push a lot of other. They believe in a lot of their issues too that I don't necessarily, you know a lot of these issues that came up during the Obama administration with all these different groups. Um, But that all plays in the same type of thing, that same thought thing, you know? So I kind of think it's like, you know, what, what gives you the right to tell me that I can't have something just because you don't like it. Um, No, that's not going to, that's not going to work. I'm not pushing my gun stuff on you. So don't push your anti thing on me and life will be good. You don't, you know, Right. But at the same time, if you're going to have a conversation with with people, you do have to try to be respectful, I I think, to a certain look, if you're having if you're having a conversation, if it gets to the point where they get in my face, then I then I'll tell them they're full of, you know. Yeah. But I think even when someone gets in your face, what I think you win when you stay in control, if you I don't I don't lose my mind or nothing. But yeah. If you ever have a conversation or or a heated debate, which is, is probably a better description with someone, and they're getting all mad and whatever, then you've pushed their buttons and now they're out of control. If you're still calm and you're in control of yourself and you're not insulting them, then you know you're you're winning that battle there. So I think with what Diablo is saying, I agree with. I I don't agree with a hundred percent of it. I'll be honest, and and I'll be I'll be happy to hear what everyone else thinks. I think we do have to kind of be um, sort of evangelists, kind of ambassadors for the gun community, and bring people in. Now, there's certain people who we know they're the enemy, and we should just not deal with them, not waste our time talking to them, mm-hmm. you know. And there are certain situations like what has come up recently that I don't think it makes any sense to try to negotiate anything. No, there's nothing to negotiate. Yeah. So I don't well, know if that's yeah. what you were referring to. Not necessarily. This is not this is not about negotiating. That's not really the point that I was going for here. What I'm getting at is this. Would you rather have somebody 70% on our side and maybe we have an issue with one or two of the positions they take or all on the other side because we basically insulted them? You know, um, well, yeah, you have to be you have to be, you have to be civil. You have to be civil about right. things, you know. 
And, they and, might, and, they might, they might go anti just because you treated them badly. Right, and that's what I'm getting right, at. Right, right, right. And, and here's the thing: the other part of this too is you're, you're negating this whole point of I might actually be able to change your mind if we have a rational discussion. I mean, yeah. I'm not going to say it's going to happen often. Or it might even happen with three or four people that's following the conversation. Maybe you're even more entrenched at the end of our conversation, but somebody listening to that conversation has heard some points that kind of resonated with them that said, now I understand yeah. why. I know why you feel the way you do. Right, right. Um, so, you know, in, in that, it, it makes it impossible when you insult people right off the bat. Um, you yeah, know, well, they, it, it, that's, that's a, yeah, that's in any kind of, yeah, that's in everything in life. And I think that's a, a point that's a point that you're making that's incredibly valid. You know, yeah, if you go into a if you go into a situation sometimes you're negotiating or you just want to have a maybe somebody's got something you want for sale. And you don't right. you know, you guys aren't seeing the same price. If you go and say, Yeah, your shit sucks, they're gonna go, Hey, have a nice day, hit the road. If you go, Hey yeah. man, you know, let's just talk about this, you know. And next thing mm -hmm. you get a little friendship going, you know, get a little mm -hmm. and next thing you know, you get your stuff. <laughs> so, right. You know. and, and, and part, part of the other thing too is, is, you know, I try to advocate discussion. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to get uh, a room full of people. That's basically a cheerleading squad. I want a little bit of diversity and points of view so that we can hash these things out. I don't want people afraid to bring something up. Right. Uh, yeah. Otherwise our, 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 our arguments and our conversations get stagnant. You know, like in our last video, I brought up a topic that took up probably 80% of the video. And quite frankly, I probably made a few enemies on there. But I thought it was an important question to ask. Mm -hmm. That was really the point. You know, in some of these communities, it's, you know, people are ostracized for even asking the question. Right. So, so in terms, I'm sorry, go ahead, finish your point. I was just going to say, ultimately, you know, by the after that video, I actually came up with what I thought was a pretty good answer. Um, it's not so much that I disagreed with Walter yourself on some of these things, but if I'm having a discussion with somebody who's not convinced, because Walt and I agree on this, and and for Walt to say, uh, because I can, um, I'm fine with that. But somebody I'm trying to convince might not be. I need an yeah. argument. What were we talking about? Because I, I don't remember. Uh, Lead free ammo, and I wasn't trying to. Oh, lead free. Okay, no, I, I understand that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just trying to have a reference, and if someone's watching this conversation, right. yeah, I'm so, not trying to go down that rabbit hole again. But yeah, but <laughs> no. but the fact of the matter is, is I, I asked what I thought was a legitimate question, so that when mm -hmm. I have discussions with people, I can give a good answer. Yeah, because again, to me, works for me and Walt, but it doesn't work for that guy on the fence. That's not the kind of argument that's going to bring them to our side, and that's really what I was looking for. I need mm -hmm. to be able to explain to them why the gun community is opposed to this in a way that they can relate to. And even if they don't agree with, they at least understand. And they're not just looking at me like I'm being completely unreasonable. Yeah. At the same time, when people feel passionately about something, that's often where they're going to go to. You know, if you're yeah. talking if you're talking to a person who uh, likes driving, uh, my brother is a good example of this. He lo loves to drive and he will only buy stick shifts. We had this conversation today and we were talking about I was telling him about <laughs> He's got a, a limited choice, though. Yeah. We, I, well, I was talking to him about a particular vehicle that, that I was like, oh, this is cool. And he's like, yeah, I don't have any interest in this. Not a stick shift. Now, we can have that same conversation that we did you know, with lead when it comes to this thing and he's passionate about it. 
Um, I, I really don't care. I, I can drive a stick. I could drive an automatic. To me, I'm not going to drive a big, massive vehicle as a stick shift if I don't have to. Some people have, uh, but there's some people out there that are pushing going towards all automatics to save the environment for, you know, this thing or that thing. And then someone's going to go, well, screw that. You know, I'm not trying to save the environment. This is the direction I want to go. And it gets passionate. If we, if we were passionate about these things, we wouldn't be doing it, you know. So I think yeah. that's where some of that conversation was going and some of these conversations uh, that we're even having now go in that direction. Well, the, the really interesting thing was, is by the time that video ended and I looked a little deeper even after the video, a lot of this has to do with the arm brace, quite frankly, because you're taking a firearm that was at one point a rifle and it's now a pistol. And when you're talking about the NFA um, regulations with regards to armor-piercing ammunition, now that this is a pistol, it falls under some of their regulations. And they can ban the ammo because it can be used in a pistol. And when you ban that ammo, the 5.56 ammo, you're now, in effect, basically saying that the, you know, the, the AR-15 is something you can't get ammo for, so it's useless anymore. And that's really a legitimate argument that I can explain in a way that somebody who's not necessarily a gun nut like us, would be like, oh, okay, I get that. Mm -hmm. I think I understand that. Now, in terms, I don't know, Walter, if you want to dig into this a little bit deeper, let me know. Hmm. No? Mm -hmm. I have I have feelings, but it's it's going to skiggle around and around and around. No, but go ahead. Yeah, get your I mean, side out. Get no, your I mean, out. you can you can do, yeah. It, I'm, I'm a, uh, you know, the, the armor piercing thing is, a, is a, just another way to take stuff. Right. Yeah. It's another excuse to take things. Yeah. It's just a regular, mechanism. Regular, regular, regular old 223 will pierce a lot of steel. Um, just like that armor pierce. But it's not thing. banned. Yeah. Well, right. if you, when you talk about when you talk no, about it's not. That, yeah. Right. When you yeah. talk about the ammo that the, the regulations affect, it, it affects pistol ammunition. That's yeah. what the armor piercing regulation affects. Right. And so well, ten, now that ten, you've made that five five six rifle a pistol with the arm brace. Now yeah. suddenly it falls in the purview yeah. of that bank. And can I tell you something? All of that falls under people infringing on our Second Amendment rights, to be yeah, honest. There shouldn't be any short bell junk anyway. So. Yeah. But, so. but that, that explanation resonates more, in my opinion, with people who aren't necessarily like, – like, again, Walter sits there and says, I should be able to run my freaking hose all day if I want to and can pay for it. Right. Yeah, I get that. But mm -hmm. somebody on the fence might not – that that kind of argument just sounds like, well, F you, I'm going to do what I want anyway. No, I understand that. So now in terms of uh, what you're saying here, uh, do you have examples – like you're, you're talking about how you know we need to have discussions, I guess, in certain ways that wouldn't um, alienate those out there well, that are undecided. What examples can you bring up to illustrate what you're talking about? This was a perfect example. Again, when you talk what, what about what was a perfect example? Just what just just what we were talking about with the lead free ammo. Okay. Uh, it's an all or nothing thing. If you're not completely with me, you're against me. So essentially what happens with anybody who questions and throws out a question, they basically are ostracized by the gun community. Mm -hmm. So people are afraid to even have the discussion because they don't want to be seen as this or that. It's happening right now with uh, the Iraq veteran 88 88. Um, with how, how is it happening the there? Uh, Excuse me. Well, 
Go ahead. They made a comment in this roundtable that uh, Yankee Marshall basically jumped down their throat over for for mentioning. And, you know, I I actually haven't seen the roundtable, but I saw your video on it. I saw Iraq Veterans video and I saw Yankee Marshall's video. And I I wish I'd had an opportunity to watch the roundtable, but I think I got the gist of what was being said there. Um, They basically threw out a hypothetical just to kind of give an idea of – you know, um, you know the bump the bump fire stocks really are not that big a deal to us. And if we thought we'd get something back, we'd be willing to trade it. Um, you know, just as a hypothetical. And mm-hmm. and apparently they got cut off or something in the video. Um, and there was there was backlash for even suggesting that. Now, I don't. Per- I I agree with Tim on Military Arms Channel on this because to me. It's the whole point of this is the fact that I, I don't even care about the bump fire stock thing. But what I do care about is this idea that it's okay to regulate something that increases the rate of fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole NFA thing is is uh, with the Hughes Amendment. That is really what this is attacking. I, I'm less concerned with the bump fire than I am with this whole philosophy that it's okay to start banning things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what you're saying with um, what, what you're saying here is that the fact uh, I, I and I think that um, Yankee Marshall got that wrong. If you look at that, if you look at that video, I know you didn't look at it. So I'm going to reiterate here. I haven't, yeah, I haven't had yeah you haven't had time. And I really suggest people look at the actual video first, because if you look at it, you'll see that Chad was trying to have this logical conversation that you're talking about and saying, yeah, if there was this thing that we feel is valuable and these guys said in exchange for that, we'll give you, you know, we'll give you this thing. If you just give up this piece of plastic that maybe, and all while he was saying that Eric said, nope, nope, not yeah. going to do it. Nope. So right. yet somehow, but, but Yankee Marshall and then other people that get upset about it don't realize that one Eric um, was shutting that down when Chad was saying it. And Chad is absolutely free. Every human being individually is free to say whatever they want. But at the end of that, Chad said, the reason why we're not doing that is because that's not all they're going to want. Right. He was trying to he was trying to have that conversation with people. And so people hearing from Yankee Marshall got upset and they didn't you know, they didn't fully look into this. But this is how and, and maybe that's the point that you're going to, I think. But this is well, what happens. This if is you're this afraid to even, It's not just us as gun even, guys doing that. If you're afraid to even bring the subject up and you're not entirely convinced and you can't hash it out with somebody, you never get convinced. Yeah. You can't talk the point. Yeah, but what I'm so what what I'm trying to get to is I think most of us rationally understand where Chad was going with that. Some people don't understand that. Those people won't ever understand anything. You know, the person who's just going to take Yankee Marshall's word for it and go out there and then, you know, just get all mad at IV 8888 because of something they think that they possibly said without going to look and seeing and seeing what they actually said. You, it's like, how can you ever be rational with that person? How can you ever talk rationality to a crazy person who's not going to sit there and look at this thing and then draw a conclusion of what someone was trying to say? Yeah. You know, I understand right. what you're saying, but that's not us. We don't do that. I didn't I didn't look at that or I didn't hear what Yankee Marshall had to say and say, oh, this guy's I don't think Walter did that either. Well, you know, here's the thing. It's it's like. 
if if you shut people down, you're not even because I and here's the thing. I like Iraq. I'm sorry, uh, Yankee Marshall. I, I watch his videos and I'll continue to watch his videos. But in his video, he said, I'm not watching Iraq veteran 8888 anymore. I'll tell you what, they put out some good content and they're good people. And and, you know, if if, if you're completely unwilling to bring somebody in whom you might not see eye to eye with and have a conversation with them. And try to convince them, or, or or at least understand what they're talking about before you comment on it. You know, you're not getting anywhere. Yeah, all well, you're doing is alienating people. I, I think I agree with you in that. But what I would, how I would answer you is this, and I see nothing fancy saying this all the time, right? Like he meets people, he meets those of us in the gun community, and they're like, "Oh man, nothing fancy." I'm such a big fan of yours, and then he's like, "Hey, what what's what video have you looked at that I've done lately?" <laughs> So Yankee Marshall saying that he watches IV 88, 88 videos. I think that's bullshit. I'm going to just tell you that right now. I think I watch both of them. Yeah, no, you do. And I think that the general audience audience out there, we, we absorb things, right? If people are interested in guns, like, so if you're interested in any particular, let's say you're interested in a shotgun or the shockwave or something like that, right? You want to buy that. You're not just going to look at one video, even if, even if Hickok 45 is your favorite dude to look at videos, yeah. you're going to go look at his yeah. video. Then you're going to look at like 10 other videos, maybe 20 other videos. You're going to check out some blogs. That's what a, a, a normal person would do. Right. So the thing is, is I don't really I don't really feel like Yankee Marshall watches their videos on a regular basis. I think maybe he he tuned in for the for the. Um, for the roundtable thing, and then he jumped to some conclusions, but I don't think he really looks at their videos. So when he says, "Oh, I'm not going to watch their videos anymore," I wouldn't be worried about that because he doesn't really do that. And when you when you hear other people saying that that they're not going to watch their stuff anymore, those people probably don't watch their videos anyway either. You know, people just like to say that because it resonates with you and it makes you go, "Oh my God, this person's never going to watch my videos ever again." And they're a part of something then too. Yeah. Yeah. And, and well, it, some of just, us are just programmed in that way, don't you think? Well, it's it's funny you bring that up. Uh, if if I'm looking at a new firearm, I'll tell you right now who I watch. I, I'll go to Such number one because it gives a really good layout of the entire product. I can see what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Then I'll go to Tim on Military Arms Channel, especially if he's done a gauntlet on it. And then the third one I'll do um, Nothing Fancy. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones I would look at. If I'm trying to get a feel for a particular firearm and, and concerns on it. Yeah. And that makes you, in my eyes, the, the a regular gun guy. And you're doing what no, a normal gun guy would do. It's the same thing like someone watching you here on this show and then drawing a conclusion about you. And then and then they want to get to you, but they've never they've never liked the uh, Stop Moms Demand Action page or, you know, whatever. Right. They've never liked it. But they don't like a particular thing that you're saying. And they're like, oh, I'll never I'll never support your page. I just unliked your page. They weren't doing it in the first place, because if they were watching you in the first place on a regular basis, they would know that that's who you are. You know, they and so, for example, if it's a, it's a pro Second Amendment guy and he's and he's like mad at you because he thinks you're not, he would know that you are very pro Second Amendment. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, the funny thing is, is I was I was looking just before I came over here um, in the three and a half to almost four years that I've been doing my page, I've banned 11 people, (laughs) 11 Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. I allow conversations to take place on my page. 
And normally the only time I'm going to jump in and say anything to anyone is if they're throwing racial epithets or just derogatory language, they don't have a point. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of stuff I'm going to step in and say, you know, this isn't going anywhere. You need to stop. But -hmm. beyond that, you know, I, I couldn't care less about the cursing. You guys mentioned that in your other video. Um, you know, I don't even mind an insult or two, so long as you've got a point mixed in there. Um, I actually try to get people to work through some of their disagreements. And they don't have to agree at the end of it, but I want the points highlighted. I want to know what it is they disagree on and why. And that way, we've got the points covered. And people can kind of look at that conversation and say, well, I kind of agree with this or I kind of agree with that. And they're not just, you know you know, this position or that position, they've got the reasons why behind yeah. it. Okay. I mean, I think I understand where you're coming from. I think ultimately what you're trying to do with your page, other than stop uh, mom's demand action, is you're trying to elevate the level of conversation that we're having, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. My, sec- my second point was just straying away from things like, you know, uh, libtard and just that, that kind of language that really sh- has no purpose in an actual dialogue. So just to shut conversation down, which yeah. I think there's a point at which that's that's I, I understand where somebody would. But some people use it as a I gotcha. They're just trying to show you up. They're not really yeah. trying to have a conversation. Yeah, I think it, de- it depends where it comes from. So we could talk about cursing in this thing. Right. So we can have we can have a really long conversation about cursing. And I could talk to people. I, most of my videos, when we do the regular videos, I think I very uh, seldom even curse in my videos. You might get a shit or something like that out of me or whatever. But for the most part, I don't do that in those videos. Even in these hangouts, I don't do that that often. But I think there is a place for cursing or using that kind of language. And sometimes it's just therapeutic, to be honest with you. It's a release. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you if you like if you're going to hammer in a nail and you hang down on your thumb (laughs) and you go, oh, oh, there's a study study that says people who curse are more honest. Yeah, but it also just makes you feel better, <laughs> you know. So I, so I'm not saying like I think I understand where you're where you're coming from, but I think at the same time, folks, and and one of the reasons why I do what I'm doing here is to give the people on my side. I'm not even talking to. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm not doing this for anti-gun people or people who don't know where they're at. I think if you don't know where you're at, you go out there and you look into things or whatever. But I am not gonna. I'm not going to uh, custom make what I'm doing, especially in this format on this platform for anyone. Typically yeah. around. Yeah, this is how I feel about things. And when Walter's on, that's how he feels about it. If you're on, it's about how you feel about it. I, you know, I, I want the conversations to go in such a way. I'm, I'm trying to push for people to be better at debating the topic. And, and relating to people who are on the fence. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to, again, as you were saying earlier, raise that level of conversation um, so that people are a little more articulate in, in, in expressing why they hold the positions that they hold and hopefully changing some minds yeah. or giving some people some things to think about. Yeah, I think it's a good thing that you're doing. I'm just trying to say to you that you're maybe aiming too high, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, know, because some of us, look, some of us just want to be country. Some of us just want to be ghetto ass. You know, some of us just want to be gun guys and we we just want to go fuck those libtards. (laughs) 
And then some of us. There's plenty of places to do that on Facebook. Trust me. Yeah, and some of us though, some of us though do communicate on a higher level, if that's how you want to put it. And what we should do is support those kinds of people. But to tell the individual person what everyone should do, you know, oh. that's that's like first of all, it's re- really close to communism. But the other, or or some kind of ism, ism, ism yeah, yeah, you know. And the other thing about it is everyone's just not going to do that, you know. Even though we really should, like, I agree with you, we should try to elevate the conversation, but to to a certain, you know, to a certain level. This this is a this is a Facebook page. I'm not mm-hmm. telling anybody what they should or shouldn't do. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with that. It's just that when I look at places where you can do that kind of thing, I'm offering a venue where you can. There's Mm -hmm. not a lot of places where that kind of conversation goes anywhere Mm -hmm. because it's just full of people who really just want to say libtard and snowflake, (laughs) which which is fine. fine. (laughs) If it makes you feel better. (laughs) Yeah. That's like cussing in some places. Sometimes It's like having a Tourette's room where a guy could go in there and just get it out. (laughs) I'm not going to say I don't think it sometimes, but I'm trying, you know, I try to, I, I try to appeal to people's intellect versus their emotion, which mm. is what the anti-gun people are trying to appeal to is emotion. I'm trying to It's all emotion. Uh, right, right. And, and you can't if you ask if you ask a lot of anti-gunners why they feel the way, they just stop talking. They don't have a reason. They don't really have a reason. You know, it wasn't okay, maybe they're somebody they knew got shot or something. They use that excuse. But for the most part, if you ask them they just it gets quiet. They don't have a reason. They can't tell you why. Right. Do and I need I, a reason? I like to think, <laughs> I, you know, and, I, and I think the gun community in general, that's not what we're about. We're not about, I mean, you know, I'm sure we all have feelings and, and can, can get in touch with our feminine side, um, you know, whatever. I, I'm not I'm not trying to down women or right, anything. Right. I refuse but, to get in touch with my feminine side. I won't budge one inch over to my feminine. I'm just teasing you. My, my feminine side is 5'2", and she's at home, and I, I hear Us men and, men and women are different, so, you know, that's, that's period. But, but the, point, the point I'm trying to make is, is that, you know, we have solid reasons for the mm-hmm. positions that we take. And to me, the argument stands on its own. I don't have to go there. You know, mm-hmm. I may want to go there and I may feel good to go there sometimes. Um, but but on the what I'm trying to do with my page is, you know, highlight those reasons. And, and maybe for some people who haven't even really thought too in depth about it, you know, have those kinds of conversations. So they're like, oh, yeah, you know, that that really articulates what I was thinking, but never really thought to put it in words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Um, I think the thing that that triggered people that triggered people on our side is the, the report from Yankee Marshall that, um, that Chad was willing to negotiate. And, and I think that that's really far from the truth. Unfortunately, he was, you know, trying to have this hypothetical. And I, and I personally think the best policy for that is don't have that hypothetical. It's a waste of time. Like, why are you going down the road? Like we've, yeah. we've already like logically had this argument and pulled the string out in many different ways. And ultimately these people want to, you know, they want to take all gun rights from us. So why yeah. even waste our time having the what if conversation? Because the reality of what they want is more than that. I mean, I could pull up. Uh, there was an article here that I was going to let me see. I'm going to try to pull this uh, article up. Um, th- this is this is a headline from the L.A. Times. Right. 
Mere weeks after Las Vegas, the GOP is quietly pushing a gun lover's pipe dream. <laughs> and what they're talking about in this article is reciprocity. We've been and, trying and, to push that for how long now? Well, it is a pipe dream. <laughs> well, <laughs> it is a pipe dream. I mean, Walter's right. See, that's the crazy thing. Like, we know so on our game. side it's a pipe dream. They know they're never giving it to us. So why, why, are we waste, yeah, why are we wasting why our time having a... Yeah, why, like, is oh, why, they, why is the NRA putting out Facebook things all the time? about how important reciprocity is. Well, you can... It's you know, a boondoggle for us, man. You're not going to get cheap, it. Sorry. It's cheap to tell us. It's cheap for the NRA. Like, when they take our money, it's cheap for them to take that money and take a little bit of it and tell, oh, guys, reciprocity. And that's a cheap thing for them to do versus actually going out there and fighting. In, the meantime, the, in the meantime, the, the stuff that's important is put to the wayside. Yeah, it's the same thing with um, suppressors coming off the, off the uh, NFA. We would all like that. I would like to see reciprocity, suppressors coming off. The problem is, is that the, the people on the other side are never, ever giving us that. So if like, why even waste your time with the what ifs? What even, why even let your brain? It's a lot like you go buy the lottery ticket. Thinking like, gonna... What if I won a half a billion dollars? <laughs> I like, wouldn't have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, if you're going to buy the lottery ticket, buy the damn ticket, move on. <laughs> don't waste so, your t- don't get your so brain all, all crazy about that. So in all the time this new administration's been in office, you know, how many pro-gun legislations have passed? We're all still waiting for it. Well, how many how many a- any legislations have passed? Any? <laughs> Zero. Yes. And in some ways, in some ways nothing happening is not a bad thing. Now, I would like to see something happening for our side where we get, you know, where we get back some of our rights that we've lost. Right. But, you know, um, so one of the things that's happened is that a lot of things have stopped. So I could tell you if Hillary would have won, we would not be having. No, we wouldn't be. We'd be. We'd be. Well, what would have happened is as a manufacturer, I wouldn't have time to sit here and talk to you probably. If I did, I'd be tired from busting my ass all day really hard trying to make all the shit I'd be selling. Okay. Yeah, well, a lot, so, of, a lot of these fights have moved down to the state level. That's where it's going now. Yeah. And, and a lot of a lot of a lot of things have happened, actually. When you mentioned state level, things have happened in different states, things like the LE sign off going away on NFA stuff. That was a big thing. That happened during Obama somehow or another. I don't know how that happened. Um <laughs> But little things have happened that don't get a lot of airplay. So, yeah. Well, yeah. if you think about it, if Hillary won and then Democrats got a majority, they're not going to be bullshitting around with us like the Republicans are. Basically, the Republicans are refusing right. to pass laws. They have a super majority and they have uh, Trump in the White House so they can pass get laws and he'll be happy to sign. He'll be happy to sign like a health care bill or whatever they want to do. They don't want to do that. So that's the problem. But if Democrats uh-huh. were running shit around here, it would be the opposite. They'll be they know how to control each other. Right. They know how to <laughs> well, get yeah, people in line. They twist. A, they twist the purse strings and they and everybody jumps in line. Well, I mean, that's the reason why you had Hillary running in the first place, because back when Obama was first running and Hillary was running against him, they told her, listen, you got to step out. And if you step out, we'll support you after he's had his eight years. Absolutely. So then they forced Hillary on people and when people really wanted Bernie, right? On that side, people wanted Bernie, right? Bernie. I'm, not saying, I'm not saying that. What I'm trying to say to you is uh, most Democrats, most liberals, you know, they know. wanted Bernie. They didn't want Hillary. But he, wouldn't got, have pulled, he wouldn't have pulled the numbers that Hillary pulled. Sorry. 
Uh, I don't think Hillary pulled the numbers she pulled. As we can see from evidence, they were doing a well, lot there of there was things. a lot of voter fraud. Yes, yes. Yeah. And with a lot of things that they were doing, like funding um, opposition research into the whole Russia thing and yeah, doing yeah. this thing and that thing. And still, still Lost. on election night, she got her ass kicked. Lost. Yeah. So that's the thing I'm trying to say to you. But if things would have gone the other way and Democrats were sitting here, this wouldn't even be discussions, man. We just be they'll be you'd be like saying, damn, what are we going to do about this new, you know, this gun control bill that President Hillary signed? Well, that's why it's important to, um, you know, actually, I think a lot of people are missing what's going on. Also, the plan they're working on is getting rid of these um, the rhinos. Um, it's and it's working. They're, they're retiring instead of running again because they won't get reelected. And yeah. um, once they get rid of some of these rhinos and. They'll have the votes they need to get things done. Um, so and don't be surprised if nothing happens till after the congressional elections next year. Um, because after that, they can do whatever they want. If they can keep the get a few more seats and and stuff, they'll be able to run the show. So, yeah, but but that's not guaranteed. Nothing's guaranteed. Well, nothing's my guaranteed, friend. my friend. But yeah, survey says from past things that it's it's just like. It's like the, the it's all the anti-gun bills that are sitting around that are getting one by one. They're all going away mm-hmm. because of the time and they're getting thrown out and this, that and the other. So yeah. time's on and, our side, like I keep saying. OK, it may be on our side, but we have to keep up the pressure. We yeah, cannot allow ourselves to become complacent. Um, you know, as Diablo was saying, there are bills that are coming in uh, on the state, state, level. state level. Illinois got something coming up. All you guys in Illinois, listen up. They're trying to shove something up your backside right now. So, you know, you know <laughs> that's the truth, your, man. You got to talk. You can't be pushing. Pay attention to your state attorney generals. They are banding together, like the whole mayor thing from before. All those leftists, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. They are. There's no sweet talking those people. They're leftists. Um, <laughs> yeah. There, there's no convincing those people like that. You're not going to talk them into your see your way. You got to call a spade a spade when it comes to those guys. They're freaking leftists. So, you know, um, might as well be talking to this cabinet. Yeah. You know, and um, at the same time, no, I think I think he said you might as well be talking to the cabinet. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and I think at the same time, I know folks wanted us to talk about this. So I'm trying to look up the uh, pro Second Amendment rallies. I'm trying to see where I had that. Um, I had something. Can anybody tell me if they purposely plan these rallies the day after the Tet Offensive is supposed to start? With yeah, the what, what Tet Offensive are you talking about? November 4th is supposed to be the uprising. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's going I'm gonna on. I'm going to have a couple of AK mags loaded just in case. You know, okay. But, so, so, okay. Before we talk about November 5th, then I guess we have to talk about November 4th. Diablo, what do you think about like Antifa's declaration uh, on November 4th that they're, we're going to be in civil war? Is that like Y2K? Um, yeah. I think uh, anybody that tries to freaking have civil war with me, I'm going to freaking shoot their ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm not worried about that. I don't know why anyone's really worried about that because that's any day. They could do that any day. Anything well, they want to bring shot, it, they can I, bring I won't it. have anything to worry about. But. Uh, there was a thing I saw on Facebook today. The cities were supposed to happen at, you know. I sure hope those popo departments get their water cannons out because it just wash the streets. You know, I just, I, I'm tired of seeing these people doing this stuff and screaming and hollering and getting all upset. Just <laughs> wash yeah, them down. You know, at, what, at what point do these guys with their training, their 
you know, because they're training in, in firearms and whatnot. At what point are they just on our side about the Second Amendment? I mean, come on. You're training with firearms to have a war. No, but it's for their reasons. Over um, guns. So communists and socialists like guns, man. They like it. Oh, yeah. for, so they like it so something. they can subjugate what? people. Yeah. What are we fighting about? <laughs> uh, no, we don't agree. We don't agree. We don't agree. They well, agree on using. Well, get out of high school. Well, I don't think that's day. true. I don't think we're trying to use guns to force our will on anyone. <laughs> I think we 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 care about guns to defend ourselves. At least I know I'm. I don't. I'm not into guns because I want to force people to do anything no. or believe anything. Uh, it's quite the opposite for me. I think then those guys people. believe in guns so that they can make people do what they say. Right? That That's true. That's true. Right? Yeah. I was I was making a joke. And mostly it was <laughs> right. just, you know, they're embracing something. They say, they say they're against us for, which is support for the Second Amendment. But they're embracing the very thing that they're fighting. It's, mm-hmm. it's like a contradiction. And that was really what I was trying to point out there. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Tyvin, um, Tyvin says the new Call of Duty comes out more on on the force. So none of those uh, high schoolers in Atifa playing Call of Duty. <laughs> okay. Um, and then someone saying November sixth is the Antifa thing. Okay. So now, no, now November fifth, which Weston Probes is saying. Remember November fifth. Um, so that's like Guy Fawkes Day. You know, the fifth of November. And all of that. I know a little bit about that living in England for a little while. So November 5th is a Sunday. Right. It's a Sunday. And uh, the folks who are putting this together, um, I did put a link for this because the, the folks who are putting this together are saying that those of us in the gun community or whatever that should be helping them share this thing and not helping them. I don't really know that much about this. I think it's called 2A Capital Rally. And um, I put a link in the description of this video to the Facebook page for those of you that want to go there, check it out and see what's going on. And basically I think they're calling for people to rally at their state capitals. Is that right? Well, I I think a part of our political process is that people have a voice Mm -hmm. and I may not agree with your voice, but I agree with your right to it. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to go to the Capitol and shout Antifa or whatever the hell they want to shout, Go for it. You know, what we're talking about is some sort no, of... No, no, no. This, no, this is pro-Second Amendment guys going to the... Cap- oh, 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 oh. Yeah, oh. this is pro-Second yeah. Amendment guys going to the Capitol to remind the uh, elected politicians that we are pro-Second Amendment. Um, what I'm saying to you is that the planned day to do this is, uh, I think it's a Sunday, November 5th. I know Walter and I, we're, we're going off to Vegas. We're not going to be back. Um, while all this is going on. I support people doing it. I think if folks, you know, I think they picked a Sunday because maybe everyone will be off. Some people will probably be in church. Maybe after church, you go down to the, you go down to the Capitol or whatever and, and have a rally. I think there's not going to be too many people, too many politicians in the, the Capitol buildings. <laughs> but maybe they'll, you, you make enough noise, they'll see it on the news and they'll hear your voice and all that kind of stuff. So well, if the news airs it. You know, and I got nothing against the other side um, doing their thing, as long as it doesn't turn into the normal thing that it does turn into, which is violent. You right. know, and that's and that's when I call the popo in to clean the streets. You know, no messing around, and that'd be a, that'd be on our side too, same way. No that monkey business, but you know, when it gets when you're breaking people's windows and their businesses and stealing stuff and hit assaulting the popo, it's time to clean up. Sorry, yeah, got no. <laughs> throw them all in. Throw them all in. If you got to put them in a in a 
quick little bob wire fence thing but you know and take all their masks off and put their pictures on the on in the in the in the, oh, the, oh, the newspaper won't print that probably will they because they're on their side well anyways put them on the internet someplace so everybody knows who they are so they're so the high school teachers know who they are um yeah but um, I, I think that, OK, so on that side, obviously, but on our side, I think what they're calling for is for people to peacefully go to yeah, the state capitals. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. Just That's gun guys I mean. getting together and show like a show, not of really force, but unity and saying, hey, you yeah. know, we right. are pro gun. We numbers. You, know, you need numbers. Yeah. That's we're not we're willing to negotiate. Right. We don't want our rights to keep getting rolled back. You know, we want um, or or disappearing. We want things to go back to what they should be. We should have 100 percent rights, you know, under the Second Amendment. All of the, like right now, there's been all these little tiny things, these little cuts. And we've lost a lot of rights that we should still have. So I think that's what that's about. I'm personally not against it. I, I think it's something that's going on on social media through Facebook. Like I said, I put a. Um, I put a link to it. Yeah. And if um, I believe there's someone that was communicating with Lola that wants to come on and talk about it, I'm fine having that that guy come on and talk and getting some things out there and trying to drum up folks to come down there. I myself would like to know, like, you know, what's the what's the purpose? What are folks going to do when they're down there? Are they just trying to get the news media? Do you really think that the news media is just going to come down there? The reason why Antifa is doing a lot of horrible things, because that's how they get on the news. If it bleeds, it leaks. Well, I, I don't yeah. yes, I don't really agree with that. So soon as the media shows up, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. I think we need to be careful before we put ourselves in fight mode. Cause I know the way that I am when I flip that switch into fight mode, it's that switch is not coming back down easy. You go die. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not trying to get into, I'm not trying to get into all of that. And I think that a lot of things that we do, it's like when we go to shot show, man, I, when I go to shot show or NRA, the media just completely ignores me. I always see them out there with their cameras and stuff. And they're like, yeah, let's not talk to that guy. <laughs> Oh, he's because got some weird hair, man. Stay away from him. I think it's a lot of things. I think they don't want to show black people going into the NRA. Oh, or, well, that, that's a know. whole nother. Yeah, yeah nother there's thing. all kinds of things like that that go down. They're always just look. They're looking for that redneck guy. Right. Quote, unquote. Yeah. Well, yeah. The trailer, the trailer park people you see at the tornadoes. Yeah. <laughs> that they can that they can get a nice sound bite in there. And, and like you're saying, man, you know, make us look ignorant or whatever it is. So. Um, well, <laughs> yeah it's that's, that's true typical stuff you know. yeah so anyway when it comes to that i think i don't know where you guys are at but i think hey man you guys i think that there's nothing wrong with doing it and going out to the rallies be peaceful show up there you know mingle yeah. with other gun guys and uh yeah. hopefully there'll be some big crowds out there yeah, yeah. you know that, that whole shoulder to the shoulder unity thing is really kind of what i wanted to touch on here you know, um, you can't get two people in a room to agree on every dang thing. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, the whole idea that the entire Second Amendment community, or even the anti-gun community, community for that matter, is going to agree on every freaking thing. It's just asinine. Yeah. I'm not saying that you shouldn't fight for the things that you believe in, but you should fight for it in a way that's inclusive of somebody who's, at least majority of the time, is on your side. You shouldn't be alienating them to a point where, oh, I'm not going to watch their videos anymore. I'm not going to go to their page anymore. I'm not going to do this or not going to do that. 
Um, the, the thing with regards to the Second Amendment community that I see really hurting us is when we try to wrap ourselves in other issues. Now, it's one of the issues I've always had with the NRA. Um, when they try to wrap other political issues in the Second Amendment fight. Because to me, when we're talking the Second Amendment, I'm on your side. But when you start straying from that and talking about other stuff and then trying to mix it in and say it's all the same thing, that's where we start getting divisions. Right. So what's the other stuff that you think is distracting? <laughs> um, well, as an example, um, you know, I, I personally am a non-theist, um, and when you start wrapping gods and gun together, quite frankly, I'm fine if you do. It's when you sit there and put videos out talking about the godless left. Now, I'm not left, but I certainly don't appreciate being insulted in that way. Um, it, I have a hard time financially supporting an organization that would insult me. So... Mm -hmm. You know, they they did another video a little later where they were. Uh, who, and who did this video that you think was insulting? Uh, Dana, Dana Loesch. Oh, so the NRA. OK, so you feel yeah. like they, they're doing some videos that are insulting to, to folks out there who are either atheists yeah. or um, yeah. agnostic. agnostic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm agnostic myself, but mm -hmm. but um you know, one of the things they kind of did that redeemed themselves in my, uh, to at least to some extent, in my opinion, was they did their their NRA show here, and uh, Dana actually did go out and uh, talk about uh, the LGBT community um, being embraced by the gun community and saying that they were part of the gun community. They are part of us. Yeah. Uh, we talk about pink pistols and things like that. Okay, so when um, NRA went to and like created their rainbow representatives, are you saying they didn't pick out uh, an atheist or? Uh, well, what I'm getting did they, at was, 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 well, the reason why I'm asking you that because that's how NRA approached this thing. They went and got a black dude, and they got some different people. They got like a like a a, a guy with a bunch of tattoos, and you know, then they got Dana. Maybe they got her to be the white the white chick that's very religious. I mean, and she's just doing her thing. I think that, that the representatives out there are just doing their own individual things. Is it that you feel well, unrepresented amongst the uh, rainbow coalition that they put together? Well, the what, I mean, what, what I mean, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, can I pick my color? <laughs> I don't think of the NRA when you say that. <laughs> well, isn't that what they did? Am I wrong? Am I seeing this wrong? Please don't what mix the NRA and Jesse Jackson together. Don't mix those two together. Don't cross that. Uh, sometimes sometimes they're not that far apart in my mind. No. What I'm getting at more is that, you know, it would have been better if they'd just not gone there to begin with and alienate people that potentially would be on their side. That's what I'm getting at. Now, when they try to include people that highlight the diversity of the Second Amendment community and try to dispel this idea that we're just a bunch of old white guys, um, that kind of thing I think is helpful, yeah. you know, when they, but, but when I sit there and, and almost intentionally alienate an entire community, um, and you haven't even tried to reach out to them and I'm going to, I'll admit it. There are a lot of anti-gun non-theists It freaking annoys the hell out of me. Um, I, I don't. Yeah, but really because someone's um, because someone is um, an atheist, let's say that, does that mean that they have to believe in guns or. 
have to not believe in guns. I think everyone has the right to to believe whatever they want to, and our beliefs are complicated. You know, and, and I think with I think with Dana I think with Dana Loesch as well. I think she's doing her, and yes, the NRA is supporting that, and they're putting that out there, and obviously it's offending some people. I'm sure Colin Noir doing him may be offending some other people. You know, the the only thing like either they do nothing and they just have no one representing them, or they just have white dudes, you know, representing them, and then they get beat up for that. Or they say, up okay, their blocks. <laughs> yeah, you know, or they they try to have like uh, an array of representatives. If you don't like the rainbow talk, they try to have an array of representatives. But on like, there's so many different categories that people are going to fall in. And what I'm saying is, if you feel like her video alienated you because you're not religious, you know, it, would it make you feel better if there was someone who was able to put forward their views and they're not religious, or you just don't want her to put forward her views and include within that that she's religious uh, no i i i think what, what i'm trying to get at is is it wasn't helpful for for people from that community to stand shoulder to shoulder with you if they do already agree with the second amendment it alienates people and it's unnecessary quite frankly i remember what that video was about it was about people saying you know, don't pray because it was it was it was over the whole French thing where they were doing the cartoons, and then and then the guy went over and shot the journalist, uh, and she mm -hmm. was saying pray for France or pray for I can't pronounce the damn uh, uh, people that, the publisher that was uh, putting that out, mm -hmm. but uh, she was saying pray for them, and quite frankly, I'm fine with that, but. You know, what happened was, is a lot of the people from the non-theist community were insulting them for praying and saying, well, don't pray, enact gun laws, which we're talking about France. They've already got freaking gun laws. And they didn't yes, protect they did. um, So I, I, we have common ground here. You don't need to insult the community to make the point that it's okay to pray if that's your feeling and your belief. Um, and the gun, gun control laws are not going to help you. You know, we would rather you be armed to be able to defend yourself so that this thing never got from got got anywhere. You know, it was right. stopped at go. Mm -hmm. OK, yeah. um, I, you know, I think I understand where you're coming from. I think that when um, I think the whole question of alienating people is like a t it's a tough thing, right? Yeah, because no matter what you say, you're going to alienate yeah. somebody. Yeah, I just think that that's just way too complicated. You're going to alienate people. I alienate people with my mohawk. Yeah, you know, okay. it just makes and it just makes them mad. And what am I supposed people to do? People don't like the things yeah. you put on your yeah. hat either. You know? Yeah, and then people tell me, "Oh, well, you know, maybe if you just didn't have a mohawk, you know, you do like whatever, man. If if it bothers you, then it bothers you. But I'm not in control of what bothers you and what doesn't bother you. I think people should learn how to filter out things. And if this is who, like for example, in and I'm not trying to defend Dana Loesch. I don't know her. I don't even watch most of the stuff. I think I've seen like one or maybe two videos that she's put out and and uh, i still watch her videos yeah <laughs> by the way yeah and for the most part obviously she's um you know someone that's religious and 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 um you know i don't have it's a, not a thing right, yeah, right. I, and i don't have a problem with that it, i can see where you're coming from about staying on task that's the you know don't go wandering off task just to try to drag in some you know, you, you'll get the people if you stay on, t on focus and you do what you're supposed to do. Right. You know, instead of coming out and saying you're against the slide fire, you know, mm -hmm. you should have just said, you know, we need to take a look at things. You know, it's not their position that 
Yeah, no, I think I don't think we need to take a look at anything. I think ultimately well, you can't do anything about it. You know, you can't do anything about the fact that people are violent and like just trying to bounce something back to the um, ATF. What the hell is that going to do? The ATF, well, ATF, is already ATF has already bounced it back. Yeah, it's just a thing to do it. So, done. yeah. And if you give them the authority to do stuff, wow, they don't want that authority. Yeah. Well, I don't want them to have it. <laughs> well, they don't really have that authority, technically. Yeah. You know, when they say when ATF comes out with some edict and people start saying that's the law, I thought laws were supposed to be passed in Congress and all that stuff and signed by the president. Yeah. Oh, well, Absolutely. Know. Absolutely. Yeah. So, OK. So what did you have some other points that you or some other things you wanted to go into? We've probably beaten beaten that uh, to death. <laughs> well, all I was get, all I was really trying to get at, and it's just to summarize that particular point, was mm -hmm. that to me, there's no reason to alienate people that would potentially be on your side, even if you Correct. don't agree with them 100. percent right. You know, if we're talking about the Second Amendment, let's see, let's see, let's discuss it. But but when we start bringing these other topics in, all we're really doing is creating more potential for division, and that's really what I was trying to get at. Yeah, um, I understand that, and, and I'm. And I'm probably guilty of it, too, because I do actually try to highlight the diversity of the Second Amendment community. So in a way, I am bringing some of that in. But I'm trying to do it in a positive way that, that makes people feel like, oh, yeah, I've got somebody I can relate to in this community. You know, uh, somebody I could speak to. You know, maybe I'm a person of color. Oh, there's actually, a, a, you know, a group who would uh, that I could relate to. Uh, maybe I am an LGBT person, and I'm looking for a group of people of like mind that I can join and that would understand where I'm coming from and can speak to me in a respectful manner. So, you know, I'm trying to bring it in, in such a way that it's inclusive rather than pushing people away. And that's really where I was coming from with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think I understand that. Yep. You know, and I think, though, and I think those groups exist. All right. So was there, let's, yeah. So, um, you know, do we want to talk about uh, before we totally, totally, you know, um, alienate the people who are listening to us right now? Do you guys uh, you want to get into some gun talk? Maybe, you know, have a uh, conversation about some guns. You seen any cool guns, Walter? Got any um, gun guns you want to share with us? I didn't bring a whole lot of stuff home today. What about you? What about you, Diablo? What you got there, man? I know you got guns behind you. Hey, so. hey wait a minute. I see in the background a slide fire. Is that a slide fire in the background? <laughs> no. No, uh, I thought it was up on the shelf. Nothing to see here. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. That, is that slide? I, well, it might be. It There's looks. A slide fire on that box. Yeah. To, to, to be frank, uh, I'm, at, I'm over here at Pantel Tactical. I'm uh -huh. safe. They've got a whole bunch of crap on the wall behind me that I barely <laughs> had time to even look at myself. You may actually be looking at one, and I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah, go take that box off the top. Go, go just spin around. It's on the top. Yeah, yeah. Bring us that. <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> We're gonna make you work for it now. Oh. Um, that's is that a reloading machine right there? I can see the reloading machine. MG42 receiver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one, Dem. Um, you're walking past the box that Walter <laughs> was talking about. It's right up top. Look to your left, on top of the reloading machine. There's a bunch of boxes. The very top box. Right there. Oh. What's that? 
that that's 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 not a bump stock. No. <laughs> <laughs> Break the box, and then we, we we will get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I got a letter. I got an email from one of the distributors that I deal with, and they're like, "Hey, we're oh. getting ready to place another order on uh, on slide fires. If you want to get on on it, I'm like, man, that's okay. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Okay, it's a drill press, as S1 for Duma say. The government is attacked. And we lost. Uh, yeah, we lost. We lost his picture, so now we can't see the box. Or he took it off, but he didn't take it off. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah it wasn't fast. I'm trying enough. to get it back. Can you hear me at least? Yeah, yeah we can hear you back. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's a slide fire. It is okay. <laughs> is it for sale? I, I don't work here. Holy crap. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I'm looking at Fox News here and just looking at News News. Uh-huh. And there's a, there's a story that says liberals plan to scream helplessly at the sky on election anniversary. <laughs> nice. They're going to go outside and just start yelling like, like. I hope hailstorms come down. <laughs> like libtards. Um, like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> because to go outside and start screaming at the sky because of an election, you have it's called you got problems in the skull cap. Sorry. Yeah. You know, it used that, to be um, it used to be on the old days. You know, they put people in homes for doing stuff like that. Well, I was gonna say, can we just baker act everyone that does that? <laughs> it wouldn't have enough room for these folks. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And what um, day are they planning on doing that nonsense? Well, the election anniversary, which is November eleventh, oh, um, um, and that no, that's 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 a that's um, the fourth yeah. is anniversary is election. When did day, we right? have elections last year? I think it probably was. It was in November. I have I have no clue. Can't it's remember. November, Hank, I know I happened to be in uh, Las Vegas at the time. Whatever the I think it was, was right after we came back from SEMA last year. Because um, every, everybody was on pins and needles before. Oh, I was still there. You came back. I was still there. That's right. Yes. Yep. 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 Yeah. Because I was. Because I was there. I, I think I know what happened. Is my phone is going into low power mode. Uh-oh. Um, oh, you got to plug it in. Last time when I was on this video. Yeah. Well, you know, we do this. Do you have the the power plug? I got okay. one in my car, which is where I was All going. Right. So cool. So what guns do you have there, Walter? I don't really have. I'm I didn't. Looking around I, to see I mean, you know, you know what? We can have a re- you know, we can have an AK pistol review here. I've got all those AK pistols from the video. Oh, okay. Well, I do have an actual pistol. Oh, okay. That I could show uh, while you're trying to figure out what you want to do. Oh, is that is that? Let me, let me take a guess at that real quick. Okay. What is it? Move your what hand so I can see the rest of it. I'll be right back. Between Diablo. Uh, oh, you got what me. Is it? I see what a logo it? there, but I can't pick out. Yeah, the I'll lock it on me so that you know. There you go. That's not a new. Um, um, here, I'll flip it around. I don't know if that'll help. Um, Probably here. I'll I'll make I'll bring it closer so you can well, see. I can see the name on the side. Yeah, now you can see. Right? Oh, it's a Smith and Wesson something, brother. It's a victory. Okay, is that twenty two? Yeah, twenty two. Okay, yeah. Um, that must be new. It's it is new. We got it for a T and E, and I was supposed to do uh, videos of it, and then we got really busy doing stuff. Yeah, it's threaded. And then, so what happened is um, there were other Smith and Weston, Weston things we wanted to test. And the way the T&E stuff works is you either send it back to them when you're done or you have to buy it. Right, and right. so um, I, instead of sending it back, cause I was like, you know what, it's, I'll just buy it and then do a review later oh, Okay. and move on to other things. So I bought it 
And, you know, I want to like it, but there's something I think wrong with it right now. Uh, I don't know. As far as function or just. Yeah, it's uh, it jams up a lot, man. To oh, be when you're shooting it? Yeah. So I think I need to send it back to Smith and Wesson. I think you would like. I just yeah. sent my um, I took your advice and sent my sub 2000 back yesterday. Yeah, it's a jam. It's a jamomatic. This one. So I don't yeah. know if anyone else. That's what I wanted to know. Like, does anyone else out there? This came out like this was in the early thing. So I don't know. They might have change the ones coming out lately but since this was so long ago it has issues so if you guys have had that same thing i've heard from someone that i need to send it back to them and it's really like maybe an extractor or something like that okay is either um, too short too long you know dude that, you always have problems like that you know on, on that subject of the rallies at the state capitals mm -hmm. um, mark perkins posted some info on that um I okay guess what did he say um get involved join the second amendment capital rally on sunday november 5th 10 a.m. in every state capital in the U.S. Yeah, and and for anyone who wants to know, I don't know if they have a .com, but they have a um, they definitely have a Facebook page, and I at, put a link in the description for the Facebook page. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, at Two A Rally 2017. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that up and put it in the and put it in in the stuff here. Hold on a second. That that was kind of what I was thinking. People need to do. I was actually thinking about the White House myself, but that's a long ride for a lot of people. So. You know, I need some Soros money. You mean to like a, a million man march? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I'll put it. So I did put a link for the uh, two-way rallies, uh, the Facebook page at least, in the uh, in the chat. And then I put it in our private chat if you want to see that, Walter. And, and probably in a, in a Second Amendment rally, you wouldn't have too many sternobums either. So, you know. Um, yeah. You'd have real, real two-way people, not uh, hired, hired protesters. Yeah, I think if you go, so um, the Genius Prepper says, is there one for Florida? I think there's one for every state. And so if you go to that um, Facebook page I'm putting up, I believe that's the main one. And then you can branch off of that to find the ones for the other states. Oh, JC so Carpenter. You guys would do. It says, nighty night, oh, lover of the burl. The burl. Yeah, you the guys burl. can't let go of that burl. burl. And, <laughs> you know, and Kevin's not here. To defend himself. Kevin you know? has that trademarked. No one's allowed to say Burl without paying Kevin. <laughs> is that a wheel Burl? No, it's not a wheel Burl. Like a barrel. It's a barrel for a rifle. But he but called he Burl. Burl. <laughs> the Burl. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, well. um, oh, look at that. That looks okay, like so a little there bit. There we go. So now we get to see the mystery solved of what you had. Now, what is it? That's a sidephone. That's yeah, a sidephone. Yeah, there you go. All right. So. Slide is that fire. thing? Is that thing? You got Is that thing chained down? You got to keep it restrained from going out and committing bad things. Is it going to do it by itself? Is it just going to jump uh, up and? Not unless it hits someone over the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah. yeah. So what other? Are there any cool guns in there, Diablo? I mean, there's lots of guns behind you. Here, let's see here. Show us the gun wall. Let's see the gun. Well, what are you showing here? Hold on. Um, Trying to show Pantel Tactical's uh, little wall. Okay, screen. your image is gone, so we're looking at. God damn it! <laughs> Come on now. I'm here. I can see my video. Oh, okay. You're back. you're back. You're back. You're back. Right. Okay. All right. So. Meantime, back at the ranch. There's some. I see a bazooka up there. Some AKs. Bazooka. 
Yeah. I got your bazooka right here. Right. So you said that's Pentel Tactical. What is it that they make? There's something that has their name on it. What is it? Uh, they're they're a gun store. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought that was like a particular gun that they make or some kind of accessory. Uh, they do fabrication on some gun accessories, but but nothing mainstream. It's just stuff for the shop here. Yeah. Um, the Tyvin Show says, can you turn your phone sideways? So I think if you turn it sideways, boom, there you go. Then we get a, we get a nice, okay. Oh, and the image is gone. Oh, no, no, there you go. It's there easier. There, yeah. Okay. yeah, there you go. Yeah. When you turn it vertically, then you're, it's a, it's a completely different image. So now what's that poster there in the background? I see there's a poster, uh, platoon. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah classic yeah so that's where i'm at over here at pantel tactical they've graciously opened up their gun safe for me to do these oh. videos mr pantel oh. himself says he's not good in video so he didn't want to be in it oh, okay cool i don't know that i'm any better but i was willing to anyway oh okay no thanks you know thanks to them for having you there yeah. yeah, you know, so this is the gun safe. Do they have a big shop? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you want me to go out there? Oh, yeah, let's take a look at the shop, man. Let's show the people some guns. They listen to us yakety yakking. Yeah, I'm just trying not to lose my power here. <laughs> oh, okay. Tethered. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not being locked out like before. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out here to the crowd here. I got some leather I need to rejuvenate on a knife. Yeah. Um, what's the best product I to use on dried up leather? Dried up leather? Water. Yeah, it? Put some water. Here we have our water. Friendly sales associate. Okay, there we go. The dude selling guns. Dude. <laughs> Ask him what kind of guns are selling the most nowadays. Handguns, defensive handguns. Okay, that sounds about parts. usual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. People, people wanting that uh, new Smith and Wesson, or they? Yeah. Uh, uh, shield that's selling well. The 2.0 compact's doing good. Uh, Gen fives. Okay, okay. cool. Uh, and what's the uh, craziest gun you guys have for sale there? Craziest? Yeah. Is, is it price or just hours? Yeah. In general, yeah. what, what, in what general, would, doesn't have to be price. What would make an anti-gunner melt down? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anti-snowflake gun. <laughs> this little guy, Hurricane Butterfly, Typhoon. Oh, I got fire. Oh, Hurricane. I had, I had one of those. I had one of those coming tomorrow, actually. Yeah, very nice, very nice. So, um, what are you guys selling that for? This little guy, as configured, so they start for the basic firearm version without um, without the brace setup. With just one of the regular Raptor grips, those start at five ninety five. Uh, they go up to seven forty five with a plain barrel and eight forty five with a breacher barrel. Okay, and um, can can someone coming in get the Hank Strange discount? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five percent extra. Oh, extra! Oh <laughs> goodness. Okay, don't mention extra. I, like I like this guy. I like yeah. this guy. <laughs> okay, so what other cool thing? Like what what's in the store that you would want to buy if you could right now? If we could write yeah, you the yeah. check. Uh, Joe Carpenter says you look younger than Babyface. And is that a Vepper in the back? <laughs> that, that looks, looks like, like one. Take one home. 
So good old Vepper 762x54R. Uh, so these are getting hard to find. Ooh, okay. These are three of these left. And wow. So you got what? What are you guys selling that for? Uh, this little guy is twelve twenty-five. Okay. Okay. So we're trying to keep it fairly reasonable. The prices did come up when when the whole import ban came in, and but we're trying to keep it fair and try and get these out to people. Okay, yeah. cool. What's the what's you guys hours of operation there in the store? Monday through Saturday, noon to six. Noon to six. Okay. Now, right behind you, I see some. Are those HKs right behind you? Are those Zetas? I see a B and T. Yeah. Good eye. Good taste. Yeah. What? Yeah. What's in that column? There's three good-looking guns right there. Oh, don't break it. Yeah. Then you definitely right. have to put the Hank Strange disc out <laughs> on it. <laughs> God, this one's not one to go back. Oh, by the way, my Zenith. Uh, um, that little one he's got in the bot, right? The second one that's coming in tomorrow at my shop too. Yeah, is that a Zenith? Yeah, that one's a Zenith. Okay, yeah, show us that. Let's take a look at that. So this is one of the Zenith Z5Ps. You've already got your trilog on the top. You've already got your paddle release, so you're already ahead of things like the SP5K in terms of available features and also availability. SP5Ks are nigh impossible to get. This comes in at about six, seven hundred bucks less than an H&K and still is a great shooter. I've got one of these at home uh, with one of the pistol braces on it. We do have the pistol braces for these as well, the SB Tactical side folder ones. I love it to death. I've put my suppressors on it, my Omega 9K, my Gemtech Raptor. It's been absolutely flawless. Okay, cool. And what are you guys selling that for? 1724. That's a good okay. price too, actually. Yeah. Okay. And that's for right. either the full size or the little K version. That's okay. a good price. Yeah. Nice. Right now, right now, Zenith doesn't have any more. So those guys, the ones you guys have, are are pretty. Uh, they're hard to get right now. So. Yeah, they come in in import waves. We've had the issue of availability before. Of you know, oh hey, we'll be able to get as many as we want one day, and right. none the next. <laughs> Say they're done. Yeah. Yeah. Just a matter of time. Yeah, absolutely. So now, and then I think you had a B and T back there. What was that? Yep. Yeah, that's right. Wait, B and T. You mean this B and T right so, oh yeah, grab the other bean. Oh yeah, the other bean tea as well. So this one's an APC nine, pretty standard. Backup sights, hydraulic buffer already installed. These things are absolutely fantastic shooters. We've got one of the forty-five ones, all SBR in the back. Really, really nice controls. So you've got full ambidextrous controls. Your bolt catches on the bottom, once they're open. Release up top, mag release below that. Ambidextrous safety. These things are sweet. They're a little expensive uh, when you look at things like the CZ Scorpion as being a great economic pistol caliber carbine. These guys come in at twenty thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> but he really puts yeah. a lot of quality into them. It's higher up the food chain than a Scorpion. Yeah, a little higher up. Yeah, and then just ahead of this guy, we just got in yesterday the BNT USW. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, With that's sexy. You got to hold that up for the camera. Okay. <laughs> Put that up. That's nice. Just a, just a little. Oh, wow. Let me see that. Oh, yeah. What's, what's on the back? Oh, of and, the, and then the picture goes out. Oh, oh no. That's my low power. <laughs> I, you yeah. took me away from my tether. Oh, okay. All right. Go back Go back in the room and tether up. Go back and tether up and take that with you. Take that B&T with yeah, you. Yeah, I want to see, see a picture of that. Yeah. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Go back in the room. Take that B&T with you that he just showed. Tell him thank you. And uh, we'll have to try to send him some patches to put on that patch wall. I was going to go to that next. Yeah, I gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Hank, I, like tomorrow I'll have one of those hurricane butterflies and I'll have that, that, um, the Zenith gun tomorrow. Oh, sweet. That's cool, man. It's too bad we're going, we're like, all these guns are coming in and we're no. going away, but. <laughs> no, I got to start making a stock for the Zenith. I'm excited about it. Uh, so. Yeah, that's, no, that's going to be cool. This I gonna, think it's going to be a big one. So, yeah. 
Once we get back, when we eventually get back from uh, the show, there's going to be a bunch of gun videos, and we already have some in the pipeline. And the weather's not getting nice here too now, so we won't be sweating our. Oh yeah, off, yeah, guys. it's starting to get nice and cool. I like this kind. This is oh, one I like being beautiful. in North Central Florida. You're not as north as I am, Walter, but yeah. But my dad told me it was like 53 at his house this morning. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. That sounds yeah. about right. <laughs> yeah, it was about 50, so eight or nine here, so. I yeah. Think. Okay. So let's see. I think he's got, I think Diablo's got the power plug back in there. All right. So let's see if we can get some details on this gun. You know what? Your signal's worse in the safe room, by the way. Yeah. So uh, just uh, for reference, next time you're better, because the safe room probably has too many guns slowing down your signal. I, I'm in here so the customers don't have to deal with me talking. Oh, why the yeah. customers? You're talking about guns. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we, we won't move an inch for the customers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be polite since they're being gracious. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just. Now like, we're getting the weather reports coming in. 39 this morning in Wisconsin. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why I'm not in Wisconsin. Let me I, remind everyone watching right now please click the thumbs up, share this video. We yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Um, so, okay. So, what else do we want to um, actually give us another look at that gun sideways? I want to get a little yeah, I want to see that. that. It's That's got an interesting cool side view. Yeah. yeah. And do you know what they're selling it for also? Uh, I do have a tag on it. Okay, cool. Uh, All right. We'll see. That's we'll a price. We... That's a price on request one. Yeah, that's that's a pretty cool gun. And so it's is the stock folded on that or what is it? It's retracted, right? There's a stock on it? No. Is what is on there? Now what's on the back of that thing? You, you can. Uh, it looks like something you could put a stock on. Oh, you can put a stock uh, on. It doesn't have it on right so now. That, was that thing uh, actually a machine pistol at one time or something? Or you know, I guess in maybe I don't in, believe so. in Switzerland. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Tango Hunter wants to know what brand that AK is with the blood red furniture. He thinks it's a PSA. Um, oh dear. It's Romanian. Oh, that. it's a Wasser. I don't want to drop shit. Oh, yeah. Don't break up anything in there because they probably won't have you back. And, you know, <laughs> well, they'd have me back. I just have to buy it. Oh, yeah. Well, that's true. Okay. <laughs> Which isn't a horrible, but. No, that's. My yeah, wife you, yeah, you have an excuse for the wife. Like, oh, you know, it was Hank Strange's fault. I broke it and I got to buy it. Uh, another one was called Hank Strange the Problem, huh? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I doubt it's going to break, actually. From falling from that height so all right so cool let's uh let's see what other things we want to talk about here did you have any other things on the plate diablo that you wanted to well, go over I, I just wanted to touch base on that whole uh vegas shooting mm -hmm. i mean when you look at um how that's impacted the gun community um all of this division that we're talking about it really stems from that you know because you know suddenly the nra is talking about um, banning this and you have, you know, Iraq veteran 88, 88, uh, making a comment that's taken the wrong way. Um, yeah, I think we need to just step back and realize that we are on, on the same side and that we, we can take a breath and have a discussion about something and disagree, but just bring them back to the side of saying, um, because I think uh, the NRA did what they did in large part because um, they were trying to respond to something that the community, um, they were trying to respond to something to the community and not sound unreasonable, which is they're constantly 
being portrayed as by most of the anti-gunners. So they, they, they threw that, that bone out there to try to seem yeah. reasonable. So they had something to point at and say, hey, look, we're being reasonable. Um, and I think that had a lot to do with the reason they made the decision that they did, uh, especially since the bump fire thing isn't really something they're fighting for anyway. So they, they, they kind of looked at it as a sacrificial lamb. But they're throwing the baby out with the bathwater with this. And, and you know, rather than completely dump on them, um, you, you just need to have the conversation and bring them back into the circle. Um, that's, that's, that's really kind of part of what I was trying to get at before. You know, rather than completely just going snowflaking on people because you can't stand that they have a different opinion than you, um, actually converse with them and explain to them why their position is a bad position. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I think we can agree on that. Right. Walter. Sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, I think so yeah. I mean, I, I understand what you're saying and I, and I, and I, and I get that. I, I just think sometimes it, it's taken on the other side as an, as like, Oh, well, they know they're wrong. So let's, let's yeah, jump in right, you know, without having it. You, once again, it's like having it, trying to have a reasonable conversation with somebody who's irrational and not reasonable. Right. You can't, you can't right. do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do a shameless plug right now. Have uh -oh. you seen my, I, I think uh -oh. I've probably, you've seen this before, Walter, right? Yes, AK, I have. Okay. AK47 blueprint. This is from uh, Forge from Freedom. This is the Forge from Freedom shirt. See right there? Yes, sir. Forge from Freedom, AK blueprint. Uh, this is in the Hank Strange collection with a bunch of other things in the Hank Strange collection. You know, for those of you who like uh, AKs, also, yes. if you guys have, you know, you got, we're always talking about lots of different things. If you guys have ideas for shirts and stuff like that, you know, we can do that. Let us know. Let Lola know and we'll work some of those. Um, hey, you sent me a shirt, Jack. I will support it the next time on, I'm on the videos. Okay, I, I didn't hear what you said. You broke up. <laughs> I said, send me a shirt and I will wear it. Oh, okay. Ah. Okay, cool. All right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Screaming Skull Saloon says, Mr. Guns and Gears shirts are always awesome. Yep. He also does his shirts at uh, Forge from Freedom. Yep. So there you go. Uh, lots of folks over there doing doing their shirts over there. Me included. So go over there. Show some love for that. Um, okay. What other things do we have here going on? I'm, oh, you know what? I keep forgetting to tell you guys, speaking of AKs, I, I need to remind you guys of the Krebs Custom Raffle. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's an awesome raffle. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard of that, Diablo? I, I saw the video the other day on it, um, you know, and and I haven't gotten in on the raffle yet, but it, it, it was very appealing to me. I was like, oh, when I get a chance, I need to do that. So I put a yeah. link on here, uh, make it easy for me, and I will see what I can do to get in on that. Yeah, um, I'm going to put a link right now. Hold on a second. Where did that go? I'm going to um, pull up a link here and put it in the uh, description of this video. Actually, I'll put it here in the chat as well so you guys can uh, see this and um, go check that out. There's lots of cool prizes in this. I think it's 20 bucks for a ticket, you know, and it's going for a good cause. You could. I think the first prize is a Krebs KB-13 Mod 2. Yeah, and they're only selling yeah. 2,500 tickets, so it's not like they're, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, it, there was a lot of good stuff in that when I when I watched the video on that, and I was like, "Yeah, that's that's," and it was a good cause too. So yeah, definitely. yeah, um, and that Krebs, that KV, um, that KV thirteen mod two, um, that actually comes with the achaotic, so it comes with a suppressor. Oh, that's a hell of a deal, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So both of those things together is close to like around three grand. And then there's another um, there's another AK that's in there and there's some cool parts and things like that. Well, so with that, with that gun, I'd qualify to go to Valor Ridge. Then, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, Reed was talking about Krebs. That's one of his. Yeah, AKs I, that he I, likes. I think he likes certain guns. Yeah. 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 He, uh, I think he's got a high dollar uh, appetite. Uh, you know, he's a nice guy. He's simple. You know, he's, um, you know, not not in a bad way. Right. But when it comes to guns, he does have some elegant tastes. That's right. I, I kind of sense that. <laughs> yeah. Sense you know, that. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. No, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you can swing yeah. it, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, so you guys should check that out. I put the link in. The, I put a link in the description. Um, go check out that raffle. They're actually ending it. No matter what, it's ending on December first, I believe. You know, at this point, they've raised like uh, six thousand seven hundred twenty dollars. Um, you know, I think if you if you spend a hundred bucks, you get six entries. That's what I did. Yep. Yeah. So I may come back th- around through this again when when I've got some more money and and do it again. Yeah, but we, if we, I we, if I win a KB thirteen, I'm not sharing it with anyone. Oh hell no, no. Just um, so you know, that's huh? I brought something up that was mine at least. Oh, okay, here we go. What you got? Uh, CZ seventy five McCarry pistol. Oh, nice. Compact. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, what do you call that? Cocked and locked? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how he uh, was. That's the way you go. Yeah. You know, no negotiating. <laughs> yeah. He roll up on Diablo. He's not negotiating with you. <laughs> you get in the business end. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Let's see here. So, um, two and rooster patch. Yeah. So there you go. Um, that's, you know, I, I keep forgetting to to plug the um, the Krebs custom raffle. You guys should definitely look into that. I think it's yeah, for good it cause. We have a video. I made a shorter video out there on the channel. If you guys search Krebs custom raffle, you'll see that video and it explains what it's all about. So uh, there you go. Um, yeah, it's a it's a you have a pretty good chance of winning that AK or another AK or some cool parts. So, yeah. Yep. Um, I carry my revolver in single action says he wants a CZ. CZs are nice. I don't have one. I actually want a 75. That's I just want a old school 75. Yeah. And Joe Carpenter like, says uh, there's a live round in that barrel. Barrel. <laughs> yeah. So, That's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. So, there you go. Um, are we? Uh, oh, hey, another story from Fox News, too, if you want some entertainment. Okay. Or, you want, or you want to get excited sure. or sick or something, whatever. Is it? <laughs> All right. Uh, where is it at? That's a, it? That's, those are some very extreme things, but okay. Did they take it off already? What's the deal? They had a story about some terrorist guy in jail. What's that? And they're exporting his sperm out of the jail and impregnating chicks with it. Oh. So, um, yeah. Oh, there it is. Terrorist fathering multiple children via sperm smuggled out of prison. Wow. Okay, so he's someone's going into the prison, getting his sperm, smuggling it out, and making little terrorist babies. Where's this at? Uh, oh, oh, Jesus, freaking Christ! Um, well, it's not Guantanamo Bay. I'm pretty sure of that. Israel. <laughs> oh, in Israel. Oh. Yeah. Holy cow! They said there's six, 63 little Palestinian terrorists have been conceived this way. <laughs> okay, this has been going on for a while. Yeah. Holy crap. That must be like the way they do it over there. Yeah, so I thought the Israeli security was better than this. I thought they would have tied those things up or something, you know what I'm saying? Um, oh, well. Yeah. They got a mess over there, not getting any better. 
So that's the way it is. Um, Chris B says sperm smuggling WTF. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Tango Hunter says terroristic burl donator. <laughs> burl. <laughs> that burl's going to outrate the state. Uh, what are you saying? Uh, you know, your signal's you breaking up. You find a goat. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. Genius prepper. I don't think it uh, works that way. They're freaking clones of them. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, no. But, um, yeah, Chris B said – oh, no, who said the goat thing? I'm trying to see who said the goat. Gen, genius prepper, the genius yeah, prepper. Yeah, said he couldn't find a goat. Well, the Israelis just thought to throw goats in there, and that'd be, but that'd be animal abuse, I guess. So, you know. Yes, you know, those poor goats didn't Maybe do they could make them eat them afterwards. I don't know. Those poor goats didn't do anything. Well, yeah, but they didn't get stuff in his beard. <laughs> okay all right um, sorry i brought that up I, I yeah just, so so here's um something interesting uh, this is on the truth about guns fbi new uh newtown police knew adam lanza planned to shoot and kill mother and students so according to cbsnews.com police were warned that the sandy hook elementary school shooter had threatened to kill his mother and students before the 2012 massacre according to newly revealed fbi documents the agency on tuesday released more than 1500 pages documents on the investigations uh, in the in investigation into the mass shooting in New, Newtown, Connecticut, that left 26 children and teachers dead. So basically, the FBI knew what this guy was going to do. And every time things like this happens, you know what? People are trying to ban something. And this is what I'm saying. It's like, you know, you can't ban anything. Like, what, what's it going to do? Banning things doesn't do anything. Maybe people need to do their job. Oh, Maybe back up. Hang on. This, this. You know. What what needs to be done, like they used to do in the old days, when people said shit like that, they locked them up. But they didn't do that here. Period, period. You just, they put you in some place and let, you know, because obviously this happens all the time. Oh, we knew this terrorist was going to do stuff, but we didn't have anything to arrest him. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, this doesn't make sense, man. And well, because we're, because so let me see, now, now the conspiratorial start. Well, maybe they let it happen. On it's not going to start now. It's been going. And maybe this is giving some credence to people that have conspiracy theories here. Yeah, they let it happen on purpose yeah. so they could Listen, go after We already know for a fact that the government let guns cross the border. Well, that, that was, resulted yeah. in tens of thousands of people in Mexico being that's, that's executed. Docu- that's documented fact. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So what I'm saying to you is these guys knew that this guy was going to do something and it does us no good right now. You know, it could have done well, some good back then. You know, um, there's there's something to be said for the fact that if you haven't committed the crime, there's nothing to get you on. And that's, that's this really, dude was mental, mental, certified, yeah. mentally defective. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, well, I mean, that's not. It's not. There's not. A, it's not a like you saying it right now. You're not certified mental. This guy was a nutcase. Obviously, this kid, this kid was. Fact, yeah. Interestingly enough, I had this very conversation with my wife earlier today. And a house full of guns, yeah. too. So, well, well, there's people in the anti-gun community that call me mental just for owning guns, but whatever. Yeah, um, but I think that it's one thing to say that because you're a gun owner that you're mental and then take your guns away from you. And one thing to have a, a kid like this make threats and all that kind of stuff and then ignore it and then let something happen. You know, you should at least, um, you know, take some take some steps. To, towards dealing with this thing, you know? Yeah. Well, it, and, and this, this is the conversation I had earlier today with my wife about this. I, I'm like, for the kinds of people that are doing these kinds of things, and we're talking about mass murders, 
uh, you know, mass shooters, uh, serial killers, things like that. Can you call any of these people sane? Really? There's something messed up in your freaking head to be doing these kinds of things. And at what point do you draw the line and say they're responsible for their actions? Well, (laughs) Um, you're obviously freaking crazy because you're doing this and nobody else does this kind of thing. Sane people don't. Yeah. Um, you know, I still think you're responsible for your actions and you should be held accountable for your actions. I saw, I saw an article from the ACLU trying to get this guy off for freaking beating someone to death with a freaking cane. And it's like, they're talking about his mental issues. And I'm like, well, what about the victim? He just got beat to death and and you don't care about him. I hate to say it rope. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. you know, there's the, you got to get it. Well, anyways, okay. no, I think I think that um, obviously they didn't do enough. I mean, you got to you got to you got to get these people out of the gene pool. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it at that. You got to get them out of the gene pool. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, and it's it's one of these things where, like, I I do believe in capital punishment. I I think uh, there are just know. some things so egregious that that you've not you've got no place in society anymore. Rapist, and, and, and you may be insane right because road. you wouldn't be doing this if you were sane. I don't care if you're sane or not. I still think you're responsible. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's go note, into some other things. Yeah. No, I mean we could. Hey, we could. I, uh, man, I can beat that horse for days, but it'll yeah, be. absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of things involved here, and uh, you know, after uh, the fact, when they say that they knew something could have happened, obviously they didn't do enough about it. And at, at the end of the day, there's not. There's lots of things where people could potentially do things, and they people don't make do a lot of excuses for for things. Yeah. Family members make a lot of excuses for other people's family members' actions, and they just go, oh, well, he's got a problem until he kills mm-hmm. you and all the rest of your family and people. There's no excuse for it. Sorry. Yeah. There's no excuse. Well, you know, on that, on, <laughs> that subject, on that subject of capital punishment, you know, you've got a lot of the anti-gun people who will tell you that they would rather die than use a gun to defend their life. Well, guess what? And Because they don't, they don't agree with capital punishment and things like that. And here's the thing. When we're talking about your life, that's fine. You know, if that's the choice you've made, like I said before, you don't get to make that choice for me, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm the one who ultimately lives or dies by the consequences of that choice, and I, I want that choice with myself, right? Yeah, like I said before, if you don't like guns, great, but don't try to push it on me. Right. Period. Yeah. We live, so we, Tango we, Hunter is saying, um, didn't the Boston Bombers have a known history with yes, the FBI they did. and they and, failed to deport them until and they the, got into And that the shit. Russians told us about those brothers and we didn't want to, they either ignored it or they didn't, the Russians wanted to swap more info and, and our, yeah, but our brain surgeons didn't want to get... Yeah, yeah, they didn't want to collude with the Russians that time when they should have no, colluded a little bit. We don't listen to the Russians. <laughs> oh, the Russians don't know shit. But they Except got, when it comes to who we're going to vote for somehow. They, got all, they, they got, make a nice AK. They got people on the ground all over the world watching this stuff. Yeah. And they so, know what's going on. They're like the Israelis. Right. So when they say, hey, you might want to watch these two bastards from Chechnya, you might want to watch them. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. did the NSA catch it with all their spy gear? Did they want to? Did they want to catch it? Oh, that's a conspiratory thing again, too. Yeah, I guess yeah. we don't like we don't like runners either. So we're gonna blow them up. 
Yeah. I so, um, so also in the chat here, um, who is it? Someone's, sorry, someone's asking if we heard about the uh, Vegas shooter's brother. I think that's I carry my revolver in single action. What about okay. him? Yeah, yeah, um, he apparently arrested. just got arrested. One of his brothers got arrested on uh, child porn charges child porn. or something like that. Yeah, and it wasn't the guy that got out and said all that goofy shit after it happened either. The other brother. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, uh, I guess, another brother that's a. But they were supposed to be investigating him before this even happened. Yeah, and this one was homeless or something like that. So. Um, well, that's a family member taking care of a family member, huh? Yeah. His so. Brother uh, homeless. Yeah. And then his, homeless? and then he, and then he apparently. Um, there's another headline re- re- relating to that guy. It says uh, Stephen Paddock's missing hard drive deepens an already tough case. Oh yeah, they so, found that somewhere. Well, no, um, I think it was missing. So it says on Wednesday, information emerged that adds to the complexity of the case. Mr. Paddock apparently removed the hard drive from at least one computer found in his room. Okay at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino, according to law enforcement officials. So he's in his room, he's dead in his room. Where did he remove this to? <laughs> did he toss it out the window? What happened to it? I think the, I think the, <laughs> I think the guard took it out, actually myself. Mm-hmm. So, I think the guard shot him, to be honest yeah. with you. So also <laughs> now there's other news that says, additionally, housekeepers had visited Mr. Paddock's room. This is all from the New York Times. Uh, additionally, housekeepers had visited Mr. Paddock's room where he fired on the crowd below more than once in the days before the shooting, but okay. did not notice any sign of his large stockpile of weapons. So that, that's completely believable. Yeah. Um, it, it was leaving in the case. It, it says he also ordered, he, he also, no, but they, no, they said, it said they, um, they visited the room. If there was a do not disturb, they wouldn't have gone into the room. And they didn't notice anything. It says he also ordered room service at least once. That's how he got that cart. Yeah. That had the cameras mounted out in the hallway. So, yeah. Yeah. Like I said before, the reason all this is still going around is because they don't have any real well, leads. And it says uh, Mr. Paddock's activities at the hotel have been carefully tracked. He was a lifetime winner at the MGM Resorts properties, which include Mandalay Bay. Now the whole thing about this though is this is a ho- this is a casino hotel. There should be tons of video. They should well, have here, this guy walking up like in and out of elevators, up and down hallways, all over the casinos. They should be probably all that is. stuff. There yeah. probably is. Well, well, Hank. I mean, and I hate to throw conspiracy theories out there because I I don't really subscribe to most of them. I, they may be true, they may not be, but I just don't like throwing them out there when I don't know the truth of the matter one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but with regards to this, the guy spent a lot of money at the hotel who's to say the hotel didn't just freaking close a blind eye to the shit because he spent money there mm-hmm. it's possible maybe they knew something something was weird about him and they saw a lot of luggage and you know just didn't think anything <laughs> about it here in las vegas there's a lot of weird people yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're like yeah. this guy's spending money leave him the hell alone yeah, I mean, there's a lot yeah, of strange characters. In, yeah, I, I, folks in the chat are asking for the video footage. I'm sure there's video footage. It's just not showing it to us. You know why? I think seeing- it's I think it's weird that they, that he had a hard drive. He got rid of the hard drive. Where the hell did it go to? You know why it's weird? You're not seeing any video because of things called lawyers. Mm-hmm. Ginormous lawsuits are waiting to go down, and they're not going to put any of this stuff out there. It's going to be put every everything that's going to be put out is going to be questioned. Every second, every if it doesn't work perfect, why doesn't it work perfect? You know, so well, I, I, would, the, I wouldn't do it either. Even the store that sold him his firearms, 
I believe, is in, entangled in a lawsuit as well as the hotel. Yeah, they're going to go after everybody, right yeah. down to the bullets, right down to the magazines, everything. The you people know. who host the venue for the concert and everything. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't. They probably attacked the guys that were the performers too. So, you know, I call it attacked or you know lawsuit because that's what it is. Um, <laughs> it's an attack, um, mm-hmm. and then you're left to defend yourself and spend your money. And and what they do is they just they just go up the food chain till they find the biggest one to to latch onto. And you know, I I don't know whatever. I'm not going to make anybody. I'm not going to bring anybody back. So, yeah. And, you know, nothing much that we can do at this point except continue to maintain our rights and get back the ones that we've lost right. and just and just remind these people it wasn't your fault or my fault or your fault why mm-hmm. why it happened so i shouldn't be penalized for it period absolutely yes yeah. not at all rant off yeah okay are you done uh, all, your- <laughs> all you do when you take away our rights is you take away our ability to defend our own lives quite frankly right. it's you're not really solving the problem. You still got a mentally unstable person who's willing to do these kinds of things and, and they're no better off than they were before. I mean, the problem isn't really gone. And when you get rid of, when you start regulating guns to the point where you've removed them from society, um, the only people that have them anymore, are the kinds of people, the worst kinds of people, you look at of Mexico right now and their gun laws. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Uh, do you, that is a reflection of what we'd be looking at here. Right. Uh, right. Well, all, all you're going to do if you ban, if you, for example, if you were to try to ban out, al- like they banned alcohol, what happened when they banned alcohol? Oh. It just it created oh, the yeah. it created the mob. So you know, I mean, and people just drank more, man. <laughs> they drank more crappy stuff too. Mm-hmm. And it's not impossible to freaking manufacture your own guns. Uh, hello. Uh, it's not not just not impossible. It's very possible. It's very um profitable yeah and it's happening all over the world where guns are banned people Speaking are just making that, guns there's an article in the firearms blog about a factory they busted a little factory they busted in um brazil, uh, brazil? yeah and brazil. making some actually pretty sweet little some machine guns so i, um, I put that on my page today yeah and I, so I, that's what happens you know and, and yeah. then the and that market is open to who exactly who are they selling those guns to people drug types with money the worst of the worst and yeah you not the bad guys and that right 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 yeah. because in the other places the, the other ones that get the cheaper homemade guns they look like homemade guns i don't know they're dangerous stuff you know i've seen some of those too <laughs> i actually like to i like i like i like to see that stuff to see how people are how they adapt and make things it's interesting to me so you know. well you know the funny thing is is i was talking to somebody just the other day who uh, served in uh, Afghanistan, and he was saying there's a little town, there's no electricity, there's there's no industry, there's no anything, and you know they'd be selling 1911s that were better than what you'd find in a freaking gun store to a higher level of quality you'd find in a gun store that was manufactured in that town. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think people realize that this can happen. If you have machinery in lots of places in Mexico where they have machinery to make other things like car parts and stuff like that yeah. at yeah. night, they're making guns. <laughs> well, seriously. And if you, know. look at the, if you look at the ability, they're making freaking submarines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think these people aren't capable? Yep. I mean, yep. come on. No, all you do is you 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 keep pushing innovation. I mean, that's why. Look, that, oh, yeah. the whole reason of the bump stock is because people can't just have machine guns. Right. If you just if you just <laughs> get it like it used to be where you paid the tax stamp and you registered a thing. 
Yeah. You could do it all legally, but no, we got to take that away. And by the way, that was a deal that was made to get one thing for something else. All you guys that think you can make a deal, that yeah. was a deal. Someone gave up. Yeah, someone gave up an inch. So, um, uh, okay, I, here's go ahead, Walter. No, one thing, uh, Greg 98K brought up that all those Brazilian guns were all stamped made in Israel, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> they were. I saw the picture on the firearms blog. Say that again. I missed that. Sorry, I was talking to that Brazilian shop making the sub guns. All, mm-hmm. the, all the little sub guns that came out of there were stamped made in Israel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, listen, you know what? At the top of this show, we promised people um, safety harbor firearm patches. We did this. How many do you think we should give away, Walter? Because Lola's here. What do you think? How many? Well, it depends on how many Lola wants to put in. Okay, yeah. So you know what? Let's do. Let's do four. Let's do four of these right now. So someone watch. Someone watching right now to reward you guys for hanging out with us and listening to us yakking. We're going to give away four patches right now. You guys have to uh, shout out Lola in the chat. Okay, whoever wants patches, you gotta you gotta talk to Lola right now. And get your patches. We will give these away, you know, Again. as time goes on. But yeah. we're going to give away four right now, and Lola will will uh, pick those folks out of there, you know. Um, and please make sure you click the thumbs up on this video, like yeah. it, share it. You know, we appreciate that. We, you know, we want to keep growing our audience here so we can get, <laughs> you know, uh, more people coming on and hanging out with us and being able to talk to us. Man, look at the chat just lit up. Woo! Right. Yeah. See, you, you you throw out the patches, you know, it's like making it rain. <laughs> throw out the swag, man. Yeah, it's like making it rain. You know what's funny? This is totally unrelated. Um, what's the name of this? Like, what was the big uh, boxing match that happened again? Um, uh, I don't know. You know, what was it? Uh, Mayweather and uh, the other guy. I forgot. The Irish guy. Oh, the one that Mayweather kind of KO'd? Uh, no, this was the big fight that happened. Anyway, so when this thing happened and make, cause you know, this was like the biggest money fight. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, it wasn't Pacquiao. Is he Irish? Pacquiao's not Pacquiao's Irish, Irish woman. <laughs> McGregor. Yeah. With Conor McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, yeah. So, so when, you know, Mayweather made like 300 million or something on that Holy fight, he made a lot yeah. of money. So he oh goes God. to the bank and, and he was he gets like shopping carts full of money, right? There's a video. You guys should look at this. or something. What are you doing? No, it makes me laugh whenever I see this video. He's at the he's at his bank getting like just stacks of money in shopping carts. Then he goes to his strip club because he owns a couple of strip clubs. <laughs> and he's like making it rain on his own <laughs> strippers in the strip club. <laughs> it's just so crazy. So we, we don't roll like that around here though. Yeah. No, Not quite we, like that. No. Yeah, we can't bring thunderstorms, typhoons. Uh-huh. We can't even bring a summer shower. <laughs> <laughs> or some cooler weather. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Throwing no. quarters up. Huh? Throwing quarters out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no, we'd be doing pennies. <laughs> I mean, if I did have that, if I did have shopping carts full of men, I sure wouldn't be doing it on, you know, that. So. Uh, no, no. no. I got a lot, like, a lot of stuff you know, I want material like like in that. that in that Nas song. If I rule the world, be everyone will have guns. Yeah, I don't know. So Some people. Yeah. <laughs> you, you uh, there's an article uh, that I posted on my page. Uh, some dude uh, apparently let some stripper in his house. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Wait, yeah. hold on a second. 
You're yeah, saying, I saw that. How, that sounds so highly unlikely to happen. You're saying a dude <laughs> let a stripper in his house and he got robbed? Imagine that. Yeah. I, I don't believe that. And he's trying to get the word no, out. I think strippers strippers are right next to nuns when it comes to fidelity <laughs> and, uh, you know, <laughs> and innocence. His wife said not to let her in, but he did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. There's just, there's like so much to unpack in that. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, crazy. I, I was rolling. I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, this reminds me of my Navy days so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what you were up to in your Navy days. <laughs> well, I didn't get any guns rolling, but you know, hey. Uh, okay. <laughs> he yeah. said she was homeless, and he wanted to help her out. Mm. Yeah. That's what he posted on the thing. Well, he's a sucker. That's what he was. He's a sucker. He no. was hoping she was, but. Yeah. Well, so and then well, maybe so. Yeah. And then here's something crazy that my brother Anonymous wanted us to talk about. Okay. So this says Amazon key. It's not an actual key. It's a camera unlocking device. Right. Amazon key lets delivery people into your home when you're not there oh, with your. Oh, no. So oh, as, as expected, Amazon is launching a new program that makes it easier to receive deliveries when you're not around. And as expected, it sounds both super useful and a bit creepy. Here's the deal. Amazon Key is a new service that is designed to let a delivery person have temporary access. <laughs> temporary access. To I can't stop shaking my head. To drop no. off a package when you're not around. Once you've no. installed a smart lock and a security a smart lock, you can also use the system to allow guests Repair people, pet sitters, and, and strippers in. <laughs> and strippers <laughs> into your home. Gonna, how long is it going to take before somebody hacks that? Well, they okay. So that, how long is it going to take? Will they have a, just go? It's already <laughs> hacked, dude. Yeah. It's hacked right now. It's an interesting solution to a real problem. As a, a city dweller, I really don't want Amazon or anyone else leaving packages on my porch. But it does mean putting a fair amount of faith into the system. Um, why don't they put it just a simple lockbox out front where you just drop the package in and lock it in? That's just too easy. Oh, that's too easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just probably more complicated because people will steal the lockbox too. Well, that's true. Yeah, tie a rope around it with a bumper and pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what. How about you make deliveries wherever the hell I'm They're home? home. <laughs> oh, speaking of that, oh, you must have got your delivery. You want to revolutionize all of this? Like, what is so annoying to me? Uh, and, serious, and, and I know, like, Lola says we've already been going two hours, but I'm not letting this go right now. <laughs> okay. Th this well, is like... You, you have the option in most cases. You just pick up at the delivery facility. But that that's too hard for some people. You yes, know, you do have to... Like, now, Diablo, why I'm are you talking... <laughs> what is the matter with you, dude? Why that are that you makes talking logic? I have, I have not one inch... Am I given to your logic? <laughs> but the other thing they can do, I mean, seriously, if they want to revolutionize like deliveries and all that kind of stuff, how about they start delivering whatever the hell I say? If I go, listen, I'm going to be home from, um, you know, yeah. from 10 o'clock in the morning until three o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday. Be there. Yeah. Deliver the damn package. <laughs> be there. That will impress me. <laughs> You know, how about doing that? If they really want to, I'm not letting you into my house. My not, house? No, no, yeah, no. I wasn't going to do this anyway, but I, I guarantee no. you there's people, there's people who are going to sign up for this. Oh, that's a wonderful Crazy. idea. That's fantastic. Yeah. 
then mm-hmm. you come home and there's some big guy sitting on the couch naked waiting for you to walk in the door. <laughs> is that your and fantasy? Real, is that your fantasy, Walter? <laughs> no, I'm saying that's what's going to happen to that 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 ignorant. Um, um, that person who who believes in that. Everybody, well, no one will hurt me. <laughs> well, you, you know, the, the other side of the coin on this, quite interestingly enough, is would you want to be del- the delivery guy going into people's homes, not knowing what the hell you're walking into? There could be a big oh old freaking yeah, dog. Can, can you imagine your dog? Like, I could tell you this right now. I go to Babyface's house sometimes and, um, and put, you know, he's got buckshot, right? So buckshot's yeah. not dangerous. <laughs> when I'm walking towards the door, buckshot <laughs> is losing his, yeah, I can, he just loses it. <laughs> Yeah. So forget about when I put the key in there. He just goes, he just goes crazy. And you open the door and it's a little tiny little, you know, I mean, he's not super tiny, but yeah. he can't, he can't really do any damage to you. But you know, what's scary is the big dogs are quiet. <laughs> <laughs> they won't give you any kind of warning. They'll let you come all the way in and they'll tear you up. There's all kinds of wrong. You're going to have to now have a device to lock your dog. And what if they've got the crazy dude, the crazy grandpa or something and pulls out a gun and shoots your ass? You know, it's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I, I just think. Give me another Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I yeah. mean, come yeah. on. <laughs> There's too much that's going to go because guess what? They think that we can actually look at all the stuff that's happened. Like Uber has sold people's information. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hack, hack, hack. hack and so, yeah. So, so, They've yeah. been tracking people and doing all kinds of stuff. All these places have done it. I mean, all of our information is out in the world right now, right? Our social security, everything's been hacked. Yeah. yeah or I, I can't see these people want to have those boxes you put on your, you set up on your, in your house and it, you can talk to it, but they don't know it listens to you all the time too, as you're in your house. So, do you want that too? You know, do you want? Uh, something? You've got something like that sitting right next to you, Walter, right now. Well, I can pull, you, pull a, oh, I can pull a power plug I, on that, my friend. No, that doesn't stop it. Watch, hey Siri, go. Just say hey Siri right now. Hey Siri. Uh, oh, it didn't activate. Ah, you. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I'll tell you an interesting little story. Do you do you guys remember the uh, Ferdy from back way back like uh, gosh late nineties? The Furby, yeah, Furby, yes, the Furby, yeah, yeah yes, yes. I was supposed to like pick up languages and learn yes. how to speak that sort yes. of thing. Uh, when I was in the Navy, I was a radioman, and uh, when this thing first came out, um, nobody knew what it was or how it worked. And we got a message uh, saying oh. that we were not allowed to bring those things on the watch floor. I wonder why. Because they were afraid it was a spying device. I mean, the where Chinese could. Where Chinese, was it being made? Yeah. I mean, let's think about that first. Yeah, I got to do is put a chip in there and it's listening to everything. So, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah. But we got lots of devices that are listening to us. They're so. coming out with new Furbies. Have you seen those? Yeah. No, I, I just cool. remember the story because I was. Go. They look real. They look real sweet and simple when you first thing, and then when they oh, come they alive, they go, yeah. like a devil. Yeah. No. Yeah. Those are like gremlins, or, or I did probably yeah, yeah. Furbies, but yeah, they go, it goes from being cute to being like a Dastardly. gremlin. Yeah, it's evil. like the gremlin after you pour water on him and fed him after or you midnight. feed him. Don't you feed the gremlins that go nuts. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um. You know what? We've been doing this for two hours. Yeah. Time to I roll. think we should wrap it up here so we can. Um, you know, Lola's giving me the <laughs> Lola's giving me the look. It has been fun. It's been good. Uh, Diablo, what do you want to plug before you go, my friend? I just want to uh, reiterate the people I was talking about before: Fire Mountain Outdoors, Hank Strange, um, Safety Harbor Freight, um, Vickers Tactical, um, 
I'm trying to remember if that's everybody. Was that Safety Harbor Freight or Firearms? Firearms. Uh, Should be Firearms. Firearms. Apologize. No, that's good. I'm not over It's like Safety Harbor, uh, like uh, like the store. Yeah, there is probably a Safety Harbor (laughs) Freight. I guarantee you that. I apologize. No, No, that's cool. I was thinking Harbor Freight. (laughs) Yeah, Harbor Freight. (laughs) Maybe that's what I was thinking. I wish I owned Harbor Freight. I really do. (laughs) Oh, dude, I would love to hold Harbor I'd take Harbor Freight any day. I wish you owned Harbor Freight because I'd be up in there. We'd be flying to Vegas in our own plane. (laughs) Not just that. I'd be in that store every day taking stuff like just put it on Walter's tab. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I got to test it. I'm a tester. Well, if yeah. I'm in Florida, I'll go over to your store, Walter. Okay, yeah. okay. And I yeah. actually don't have a storefront. We have a just we just do manufacturing. So oh, you're killing. Yeah, and someone I'll go was to asking manufacturing floor. What's that? I said I'll go to your manufacturing floor if you let me in. Oh yeah, well you got to just let me know you're coming. Yep. Yeah, someone was oh, asking okay. if they can come visit you, Walter, earlier, and I yeah. told them to just call you up first. Right. And I guess just call and, you know, just to make sure I'm there and I'm not out running errands. And that way, when you show up, we're not going, who's this guy walking around the building? So yeah. um, awesome. <laughs> cool. so we go, hey, are you looking for me? And uh, when you're there, ask for the Hank Strange discount. <laughs> always, always. Yeah. Five percent more. Five <laughs> percent. <laughs> yeah. I like the guy. I like the guy. In the story yeah. Yeah. I like that. He's on the ball. <laughs> you're like, oh, Hank Strange. OK, yeah, that's extra. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. Thanks a lot, man. Uh, we appreciate it. I want to remind you guys, um, it is Stop Moms Demand Action on Facebook. There is a link in the description. You guys should check that out and support him. Um, you know, these guys are putting lots of money out there. We got to push back. Yeah. So make sure you guys do that. Is there Was there anything else, Diablo? No, that's it. I do appreciate the plug. Uh, it, it's a Facebook page. I don't make any money doing what I do. I do this because I care. Um, and I do try to put out uh, relevant information to keep the people informed uh, so they know what's going on in, in the firearms community. All right, cool. Walter, what are you going to plug, my friend? Uh, Facebook, Instagram. Other than that big hairy guy that's waiting for you when you get back to the house, what are you going to plug? <laughs> big hairy guy. Uh, <laughs> you remember you were talking about your fantasy that you open the door uh, and there'll be no. a big... No, that wasn't you. <laughs> no, 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 okay. no, no. Okay, go ahead. Wrong, wrong fantasy. Um, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook. Um, yeah. <laughs> now I'll probably have a damn dream about it or something. You know? <laughs> nice. Uh, Do you know what that means? Uh, you know what that means when you have that dream. That's <laughs> weird shit. Um, yeah, Facebook, Instagram. Um, stay tuned for our trip out to SEMA. See all the cars and all that kind of. See the Vegas post uh, post a, a shooting. I'm interested to see how it's going to be out there. Um, what else? Um, gosh. Oh, and I, oh, say, uh, Safety Ever Firearms, Patreon, Patreon, Safety Ever Firearms. Mike yeah. B was the first person to. Uh, there you go, Mike B. What does Mike B get? I hope he gets some good stuff for being the first guy to give money well, to you. Uh, we're still working on that, but I told him, uh, you know, we're going to do all the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And Yeah, Mike B know. should definitely get a patch. Well, he can get a patch, yeah. yeah he I should mean, get a nice package with some patches in there. For if you're listening, that, Mike B, just um, send yeah. me a message. We'll, we'll yeah. take care of you, yeah. And, and you, um, got the, uh, you got the raffle linked on there too, right? Yeah, I do have the raffle. Don't forget the raffle from Krebs Customs. Um, that's in the description. You guys can also search it. Okay. Was there something else, Walter? Yeah, I'm just saying that the, uh, what's somebody say here? Walter likes him big and hairy. 
Oh, geez. Yeah. Gorillas and guns. <laughs> none, none of that. None of that. None of that. Gorillas and guns <laughs> is out of control. Yeah. He's out no of control. more patches for you. <laughs> uh, um, patch is too late, my friend. <laughs> the, uh, the Patreon thing is all new to us, so um, it's going to take a little bit of fine-tuning to get it going, but we'll get her done. So. Yeah, I think you should definitely give everyone that's coming in there right now a patch. So let's Yeah, oh, if you come in, yeah, you definitely yeah. get a patch. Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. You'll get all the patches, actually. There's right. um, three or four of them. So, yeah, yeah, plus you guys will get some behind-the-scenes. You'll get to tell Walter what kind of stuff you want him to design and all of that you'll get to be part of that discussion on the stuff that he's gonna because we're gonna uh, build some more of those little real fast little sub guns too yeah also there'll be some safety harbor firearms uh discount codes and stuff like that right yeah we'll work on some of that stuff yeah yeah, we can do some of that absolutely the uh, the levels of uh patronage you know that kind of thing what's that the elbow the 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 other ones would be uh like a iraq veteran eight 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 um, I, I will even go forward and say uh, Yankee Marshall, uh, Tim from Military Arms Channel at, over at Copper Customs. Um, you know, th- there, there's a lot of really good people in the firearms community. And I could sit here and make plugs all fucking day of hairy dudes, but but I think you get yeah. There, there's if, a lot if of you like plugging hairy firearms. dudes all day. Go go ahead, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying I could. Uh-huh. Like it, but I'm not no, you know, I don't think I don't think that they're all bad or anything. Even like. Well, even like Hickok that said some stuff too. Um, yeah. Sometimes people say things and don't really realize how they're saying it and it and it, and how bad it can be taken out of context. So just keep that in yeah. mind. Yeah, let's come by y'all with each other and move on from. Yeah, that. we have a we have a we have a common enemy. So let's kick some. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. All right. So I want to um, remind you guys about Forge from Freedom, right? That's where the T-shirt comes from. Check those guys out. I want to thank all the people who support us on Patreon. It's Patreon slash Hank Strange. Of course, I want to thank everyone hanging out in the chat with us. You know, lots of good comments and questions and, and all that live. stuff. Thanks, everyone, for watching and sharing. Um, and as well, guys, tomorrow we have, we've confirmed it, we have Adam Kraut. The legal brief. <laughs> We've got am Adam I, Kraut coming am on. Am I the allowed show. to sit on the side and listen? You, you can be there, man. You can you can okay, sit good. in and, and be part of the conversation if you want. Yeah, he's you know? an intelligent guy. So. Yeah. So um, if so, you guys tune in tomorrow. I'll you know I will actually take questions from you guys tomorrow. So tune in. It's gonna be fun. And it's going to be interesting. I'm actually looking forward to it. He's a great guy for coming on. So, you know, if you want to find out more about Adam Kraut, tomorrow will be the time to join us and hang out and we'll ask him questions. We'll see where he's at. Okay. I think that's it. I want to thank everyone. I want to thank you guys. Thanks, Diablo. Stop Mom's thank the man. Thank you for having me and thank Pantel Tactical for hosting, uh, hosting this video. Um, and thank you for having me. I really appreciate the time. Oh, you're welcome. And anyone who's in the area, check out Pantel Tactical. Um, You know how we end this, guys. Peace. We're out of here.